Good evening, everybody. I am Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we're, we're going to do Daredevil. Daredevil. This is Joshua and Jamie do Daredevil, a weekly podcast in which we talk about everyone's favorite redheaded hornhead of the Marvel Universe, Matthew Michael Murdoch, Daredevil. That was so nice. Thank you. That was really that was good. off the cuff. Did you stay up all night writing that? It no, sounds actually, like you did. I fell asleep reading Daredevil comics. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been rereading what we're going to be covering, and I've also been treat. This is so geeky. Um, my treat for when I've read. What we're going to be covering is to read future issues of Daredevil. <laughs> so I'm yeah, the, me uh, and Jamie do it a little bit differently. I yeah. purposely wait and kind of, you know, like I'll read what we're going to cover maybe a week or two before so it's fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. Jamie likes to read way, way in advance, then come back and reread. I like the, like, I like to wait for it and be like, you know, dang it, I can't keep going on because we haven't talked about this yet because yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to forget it. And then, well, I I, a couple of things. One, I have a terrible memory. And two, I oh, like your memory's to... better than mine. Mine's really oh, bad. Mine, mine's really bad. We could have a, con- <laughs> <We're having> a <laughs> contest. Who's got the worst memory? Um, excuse me, I just drank some water. That is fizzy. <clears throat> anyway, Joshua, we have a question, right? To we start do, the show yes. A uh, fan reached out to us on Facebook. His name is Corey. And Corey's question is this. With all of the various interpretations, what is at the core of Daredevil that makes him such a unique and important character? Mm, that is a good question. Mm. May, may I? Yes, you start. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I think the, the the big thing for me for Daredevil, I mean, there's, there's certain elements that you can see in other uh, characters. You can see the drive to uh, correct a wrong that's in Spider-Man, you know, the whole great power, great responsibility thing. He feels guilty um, in many respects for, for his dad's death, and he feels driven to avenge him in a, a just sense. Um and the stuff of having multiple personalities that you see later in characters like Moonlight, where it's the conflict of the two different angles. But I think it's that that whole combination. This is someone who um, uses their superhero persona to be free. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you do see that in some other heroes, but not as overtly. You know, he even says himself, this is how he feels happy. You know, he's tried to give up several times and it's never worked he can run he can he doesn't have to pretend to be blind he doesn't have to pretend to have this handicap that he whenever he's matthew murdoch he walks around and he has to pretend he has to live a lie effectively so he he feels driven to be a a kind of avenging force Mm -hmm. for justice in both of his personas, mm-hmm. but one of them is his free persona, which mm-hmm. is, you know, he's not hindered by legalities. He's not hindered by rules. Mm. <clears throat> um, and he doesn't have to pretend to be something that he isn't. He can just run around. He can jump off buildings. He can 
be as free as he wants. And I think the the whole idea of like the man without fear and Daredevil, and you know, early, very early on in the comic, he would often do stuff and say, "If I could see right now, I'd probably be scared." And um, they've never played it as a death wish, which I think is interesting. They've mm. never played it as him pushing himself too far. He's very in control, mm-hmm. but this is the most free that he can be. Is the Daredevil character? He's very in control, and when he kind of slips out of that for mm-hmm. a minute, yeah. it hits him really hard. Yeah, really hard. It doesn't yeah. happen very often, but when it does, it hits him really hard. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I, you know, the entire invention of this this other persona is mm-hmm. from when he was a kid. It was his it was his way of getting around a promise that he made for his dad. It was a way of getting around all of these rules that were put upon him. Mm-hmm. So he has this this conflict of someone who is very driven by rules and laws mm-hmm. and someone who gets to be free of that when he yeah. puts on a costume yeah no that that that's perfect jamie and the only thing i'm going to add is that you, you kind of touched base on uh, you touched base on it a little bit but of all the superheroes mm-hmm. i think he has to deal with right and wrong more so than anybody because he's a lawyer yeah, and you know a lot of superheroes they kind of have this morality, this morality issue. You know they're dealing with, is it okay to kill? Um, is is it okay to break the law to further my superheroing mm-hmm. around? And Daredevil always has to second guess himself because on the other side of it, he's a lawyer and he knows very well what he should and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And every time he crosses that boundary, every time he does something outside of the law, it affects him more than I think any other superhero because he's going against exactly what he is supposed to stand for in his real life. Yeah. And 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 I and that's huge for him. And that defines the type of character that he is. But um the repercussions, you know, not not within the law itself, because you know, the, at least at this point they don't know that Matt Murdoch and Daredevil are the same person. Mm-hmm. But Every time he does something, he has to, or something outside of the law, he has to deal with it. And when he's in a courtroom defending somebody, he has to be okay with the fact that in order to do this, he broke the law, mm-hmm. even though it's the complete yeah. opposite of what he's supposed to yeah. be living by. Yeah. So that's that. I think that's what makes him really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also the, the handicap aspect as well too. Yeah. The fact that he's a superhero that has a handicap. And at the time there weren't really any other superheroes for the most part yeah. um, that had any type of handicap. So those two things, you know, dealing with, you know, breaking the law in order to further the superheroing aspect of mm-hmm. his life and also dealing with um, his being a handicapped, uh, a superhero, or excuse me, a superhero with a handicap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's an interesting dichotomy of, of truth with him in which mm-hmm. that he, he effectively lives a life of lie. Yeah. Um but And it, it hurts him sometimes. Yeah, it hurts him. But it he's does, obsessed yeah. with the truth and mm-hmm. to the point where he thinks of himself as being someone who can mm-hmm. sense truth. You know, right. he has this a, a big part of him is a built in lie detector. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a big part of how he chooses what he's doing and how, how he handles you know, when he encounters someone who's broken the law, they could be a good person or a bad person, mm-hmm. but that's beside the point. It's, uh, is this person telling the truth? Mm-hmm. Is this moment in time now the truth? Mm-hmm. He's very hung up on that, which is... Yeah. Cool. I hope we answered. I, I, I think I think we at least yeah. gave half of an answer. Yeah. That's that's better than our record. Yeah, so. I feel like we could... <laughs> I, I think one other thing I would add very quickly um, is that... Um, 
it's very even throughout the nineties and when we go into like the 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 anti hero period, mm-hmm. you know, which gets you could say started in the eighties into the nineties. Um he's not really an anti hero ever. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a failed hero a lot of the time. There's a lot of moments where he fails mm-hmm. and he makes bad choices, but he doesn't become an over anti-hero we made jokes about how we push people off roofs when he first started but there's a lot of stuff about him rescuing terrible people who are about to be killed by something and him knowing it would be wrong to let them die and i kind of wish that we we answered this question on our next podcast because i'm not going to go into it too Mm. deep but there's a specific thing that happens in one comic book where he has to make a choice Mm. and he makes the wrong choice and somebody ends up dying Mm. Mm -hmm. we're going to cover that next podcast yeah that will (laughs) <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, so thanks for the question, Corey. That was yeah, an awesome question. It's always great when we can talk about yeah. any aspect of Daredevil. So exactly. that, was, that was awesome. If anyone has any more questions yeah. or you want to ask anything else, you can always reach us here. We're going to save up a few for the 50th issue the, episode. Yes. 50th episode. Um, but yeah, we're happy to answer whatever oh. questions you have always. Love it. So before we dive into Daredevil, mm-hmm. um, uh, like Jamie mentioned, we're going to go over five issues here. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things I want to say. Well, let me say this first. Six issues. Oh, oh sorry. Six issues. That's yeah. right. Two, 210 to 215 yes. is six issues. My mm-hmm. bad. I do podcasts, not math, Jamie. Come on. Yeah. Um, Maths. Um, <clears throat> what I wanted to say was uh, this batch that we're covering today, mm-hmm. there are two main things. This kind of wraps up the Micah Sin storyline mm-hmm. in a big way. That's number one. So we get to go over that today. And number two is, if we mentioned that we did not like Debbie anymore, this little bunch of comic books, there are some things that happen within these six mm-hmm. issues today that are going to make me and Jamie like Debbie way less <laughs> than we already do. <laughs> and hopefully you listeners at home will agree with us because she does some pretty, pretty bad, bad stuff, which are going to have cause some repercussions yeah. in Nelson and Murdoch. She makes some bad choices. They do try to make, uh, uh, you, they try to create sympathy for her at some stage, but it's it too little too. It, yeah, it did not work for me. On. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> actually, you know what, before we jump into Daredevil, let's yes. just go over the other appearance that we were going to cover today. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we'll do that. Cover. Yeah, we'll do that real quick. So um, Daredevil also popped up in Hulk 300. Yeah. If you haven't read Hulk 300, do yourself a favor, go out and read it. It is such a fun Fun issue. Yeah, it's kind of a culmination of the storyline. It's um, uh, Bill Mantlo is the writer on Hulk at this period, and it is a fantastic period of Hulk. It's dealing very much with the idea of uh, how much, like the where does the Hulk end and mm-hmm. where does Bruce Banner begin, and is Bruce Banner just a monster? Is the Hulk who he is, or is it a separate person? And it's this mm-hmm. is kind of you remember we covered a few issues in previous episodes uh, a few episodes ago where he was kind of lauded, he was forgiven by society, he was given a presidential pardon, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he was given a, a nice statue, and everyone cheered. Everybody him. loved him, and it was great, because yeah. it's the first time it's really happened. Yeah, and we did the, there was a, an issue where he uh, rebuilt a town, and mm-hmm. been destroyed in a battle that he had been involved in, and was really... And, and what we're talking about now, this is just where Daredevil appears. Yeah. So... Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, we, and there's a lot more. I, I, yeah. Go out and read these holes. Yeah. Bill Mantler's stuff is really good. Yeah. Um, issue 300 is... It's a super size issue. It's yeah. like 40 pages long. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll give you a 30-second sum up of... That opens in four of them, I think. Three or four. Yeah. 
Um, I'll just give you a 30-second sum up. So in a previous, a previous issue, Nightmare went inside of the Hulk's brain and ended up more or less killing Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. removing, removing Bruce Banner's conscience from the Hulk and making the Hulk 100% in control in such a way that Bruce Banner is no longer inside the monster. It is solely a monster that has none of the good qualities of Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. So if you remember when we went over Frank Miller's Daredevil that had um, the Hulk in it, uh, uh, Matt was able to bring the Bruce Banner out of Hulk mm-hmm. by getting into his emotions. That's not possible anymore. Yeah. And Doctor Strange is trying really hard to figure it out. And what this issue is, is it's 40 pages of action. Yeah. And it's great because you get a whole bunch of superheroes that are now fighting a mindless monster. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about their fres- their friend Bruce Banner because he's no longer there. So now this just truly shows how strong the Hulk actually yeah. is. He he takes out um he takes out um takes out I, everybody. Powerman and Iron Fist yeah, is incredible I how love, he takes that. Yeah, out. so so uh, Iron Fist um he, you know he has the power his, his chi. chi. Yeah, he summons his chi and uh he uh, the Hulk ends up catching the punch. And he uses the like he traps the force of the chi inside of his palm, and and pretty much Iron Fist is thrown backwards with as much force of that he would have given the Hulk. Yeah. So it's like it just kind of traps it inside and makes him explode backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, long fight with the Thor with mm-hmm. or with Thor with a lot of the other Avengers. It's just it's a great if you like powerful Hulk and you're not a big fan of smart Hulk then this is for you to read because you really get to see how strong he really is. Yeah. And the way the issue ends is that um, because he's just a monster, they don't have to care about they Bruce Banner in, anymore and they can't stop him. Doctor Strange ends up exiling him on another planet where mm-hmm. he, where um, there's nobody that can hurt him. Yeah, it's another plane of reality. Yeah, yeah. He kind yeah. Of sends him to another place. And where, where nobody can hurt him and he can't hurt anybody, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and anyway, so Daredevil's little cameo that he makes in, in this issue, he doesn't actually fight the Hulk, no. uh, which is kind of a bummer. But what he does is he realizes what's going on and S.H.I.E.L.D. agents are trying to destroy the Hulk on top of a rooftop. Yeah. So he swings in and is like, nobody is thinking about the innocent bystanders that are down below. So he, he takes his two or three pages of the comic book to save people um, yeah. from uh, being, in, you know, bystanders. Of, yeah, and yeah. he saves a young a young child that's been abandoned and mm-hmm. lost and is, yeah. is kind of caught up in the melee of people fleeing from the Hulk. There's a great little panel where he's got the, he, he's kind of swung to safety and he's holding the child and the child's playing with his billy club. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking if that was in like one of the earlier issues, there'd be a gun or <laughs> some toxic gas in there or something, mm-hmm. but... So, so anyways, that Hulk 300. that's Hulk 300. Milestone issue, go check it out. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go into issue 210 of Daredevil now. 210 has a, it's, I think it's Mike Zek, isn't it? Yeah, it's Mike Zek. Mike Zek cover. Um, it's a pretty fantastic cover. Very dynamic. There's a really good run of covers in, at the moment. Yeah, I know. And we mentioned that last podcast mm-hmm. too. There's very few misses. There's lots of awesome yeah. hits on these covers. Yeah, they're very art covers because mm-hmm. there's the, the logo is very simplified. It just says Daredevil. It doesn't say Man mm-hmm. Without Fear. You have the box, and then there's very little wording ever on the covers at the moment. Which um, I which I'm a fan of. Yeah, I, I know I, you you hate the box and stuff I, and all that. I, I I don't hate it. I just prefer no words and yeah. just having a splash image. Uh-huh. That's my own preference, but. <laughs> Um, we start this issue with um, 
there is a truck. It's it's kind of this um, poetic language talking about bodies being moved around in New York. Um, mm-hmm. Danny O'Neill writes this whole sequence about how when someone dies in New York and they're taken to a, I guess it's like a um, a mass grave somewhere. It's like a, a, a unknown person dying, so the body's being taken out to uh, Long Island, I think, isn't it? And um, it's dropped off, and then there are people, uh, prisoners, who are digging the graves. <clears throat> and um, when the truck pulls up, the doors burst open and out jump some of the Kingorji. The Kingorji, yeah. Um, and it is uh, they're after a specific person who's been working the chain gang there. Should we tell if if we have first time listeners? Should we tell them who the Kingor- the Kingorji King are? Kingorji, yeah, they're a uh, an ancient tribe of savages that were um, they were noble Englishmen that were lost in Africa. That's the one thing that bothers me about this is the whole uh, the generic Africa. They know that, like there's a every now and then they talk about how New York is so different from savage Africa. It's like Africa is a big big continent there are a lot of countries they could mention the country i think but you know that's that's my gripe with the king <laughs> gorgie um so there are a bunch of white savages um very much like tarzan kind of characters but bad guys mm-hmm. um and they burst out of the back of the truck and they have a little uh, tussle with the guards they take them out quite quickly and they grab one of the prisoners who is um crossbow crossbow if you remember crossbow was hired by uh, Mike or Mika sins, uh, f- a distant relative, a distant, distant relative yeah, like a because distant cousin. who didn't like uh, sin or, uh, or didn't like Micah because he he brought shame to the name. the name, the good yeah, sin yeah name. he brought shame to his name. And Crossbow was taken out super easy by Daredevil. Crossbow kind of a hyper reliant on yeah. crossbows. Yeah, and Daredevil every time they tussle, basically Daredevil says, "Well, thank goodness that he's not using he's a gun." Yeah, yeah if he had a gun, I'd be dead yeah. several times. But <laughs> I can hear him actually setting up the crossbow, getting ready to fire. So, um, so anyway, so after so their their sole purpose was to kidnap Crossbow. We yeah. don't know why yet, but we're going to no. find out shortly. In they the just issue. say that he's being taken back to see Mike. Yeah. Sin. Um, so then we go across town to Daredevil, who's swinging around with a with a backpack, which I kind of nice like touch, that. Yeah. I like the backpack. You mm-hmm. know, uh, our artist is still uh, uh, Mazzuchelli, yeah, and uh, he's doing great work. And and nice, uh, nice. yeah, he, he's, he's doing, getting better. Basically, he, he every is, issue, yeah, he, gets he is doing better. So I yeah. love the fact that I don't know whose idea it was to incorporate the uh, the backpack, but mm-hmm. I love it. Him or Daniel, you know, whoever did it. Yeah. Anytime Daredevil swinging around with a backpack. I'm a fan, but he's going to Gloriana's house. And if you yeah. remember, Gloriana is 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 our friend uh, Debbie, Debbie's. Uh, Debbie's niece, who um, is from Ireland. And Matt, Mur- a certain Matt Murdock, has taken uh, kind of a fancy. Yeah, to, she's uh, taking young. a fancy to him, and he's Actually, taking a fancy to yeah, her. There's a lot of redheaded love going on. They're they're developing two. a little bit of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So he swings over quickly, changes to his Matt Murdock clothes, yeah. goes in, sees Gloriana, and, and gets a kiss. She gets a kiss also, and a, a gift. gift. Yeah, and, and the gift. gift is 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 a nice green scarf yeah it's a kind of green tartan looking or plaid looking scarf um and it's a very soft scarf mm-hmm. and um he, says, that, it, he it, says it smells great yeah and then that was that was so that. he heads across town as matt murdoch uh, to visit poor becky and uh and foggy foggy still has the mustache yeah and uh while he's there they have a visit from their client micah sin and his representation, Piper, mm-hmm. uh, who is the um, the teacher from I forget what professor what, from New York State I from believe, New, or, New York State. I, yeah, I can't or, remember where he's a professor from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they show up, and while they're there, the key thing that happens 
is Micah Sin ends up taking Matt Scarf off of the uh, the, the the little uh, the yeah what do you call it? the, uh, the coat hat the, yeah the coat rack coat rack so he takes the scarf Matt's off the coat the rack coast and coast. and Matt just got was given the scarf by the way as we just mentioned yeah. but because he's blind he has, he, to, pretend he has to pretend he, like he doesn't see that he's taking the scarf yeah. and when he takes the scarf he sniffs it he sniffs it and then steals yeah. it. Yeah, he straight up just puts it on yeah. and leaves with it. Um, the other thing that's happening here is that um, um, Debbie is yeah. planting the idea that maybe Micah should get out an, an injunction, a uh, restraining order against, against Daredevil. Daredevil yeah. yeah, which they kind of like the idea of. So that's something for the for Nelson and Murdoch to put together. Mm-hmm. Then we cut across town, and Micah is there. He is getting a suit made. This is about the only person who I think can. Uh, Back, like give him a little sass is the tailor. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of great where he just sort of says your your shoulders are a frightful problem. <laughs> oh, and meanwhile, what I wanted to say was he's starting to uh like try to be a little bit more proper. Yeah, he's his English has improved massively, which has been they've been noted noting that throughout yeah. the issues every time he's come up. And uh, and, all, and all of his uh him. his goons, his little buddies, yeah. um, he gets mad at them if, if they speak in their native tongue. He wants them to speak in yeah. English because they are in America. Yeah. Hence they we should don't be know speaking what the English. Native tongue is. I don't know if it's like a if it's Kingorgi or we'll say K- Kingorgian. They actually say oh there you go the Kingorgi dialect. It's translated mm-hmm. from the Kingorgi dialect when he's um anyway he goes in and he speaks to uh Crosby who's yeah. t- uh, tied up in a room. And he says, uh, uh, he, he doesn't really tell him anything, does he? No. He just sort of says, uh, I have you, know. you. I, I, you know, I, 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 I freed you. Now. I freed you. I owned you. You're going to help me out later. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then, now this is something I wanted to talk about. So this is something that's been bothering you. It, yeah, it bothers me a little bit. And I mean, this is it, great. <laughs> you know, it, it is great. And, and I should like it more, but, but I kind of mentioned this last podcast a little bit too. So, so anyway, so, um, we we mentioned before that Micah Sin and his people have kind of gotten you know been butting heads with Kingpin, mm-hmm. and Kingpin you know you know the Kingpin was going to use him, but then he, he saw that he didn't follow the rules exactly. Yeah, so. as we covered last week. So, but that hasn't stopped Micah Sin from putting kind of a wrench in Kingpin's business, He's making a move on yeah. the Kingpin's uh, uh, territory. Right. So there's this truck of stuff that's being hauled right now that's going to get ambushed by Micah Sin's men. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is is uh, once they jump on the vehicle, try to take control of it, the Kingpin is secretly hiding inside, knocks mm-hmm. the doors open, and, and uh, gets into a huge fight and beats the crud out of these guys. Yeah, he does a really... Uh, I mean, it's it, it, short work for him. It's short work for him. It's a cool fight. It shows how powerful Kingpin is, but it just is so out of character. I don't see Kingpin hiding, waiting for people to come, surprising them and beating them up, saying, ha, I knew it was you. You're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. You, know, you know, you can't interfere with my business. He's not a foot soldier. He's never been a foot soldier. No. So I, I'm not a, the, the biggest fan of him kind of becoming one. Yeah, but I think this is... The, for the sake of the story, I think he needs to be there to see. It It would be a less interesting part, piece of story if a bunch of them a bunch of them had attacked a truck, stolen it, and then someone was reporting it to him. Jamie, you're right, but the only thing is my favorite aspect about Kingpin are the things that he says while he's sitting behind his desk yeah. that are so cleverly written and so smart. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I love those moments. I, I like and we're too, getting away I, from that. I think what you're seeing here, though, is that it's it's mirroring what's happening with Daredevil, which is that he is being physically involved. Mm-hmm. So this it's building the idea that the two of them will have to come together. They're they're com- okay. both competing, and and I get that, and I'm and I'm okay with him being away from the desk. Uh-huh. But I just don't ever see him hiding in the back of a truck. No. I, I, just, I just can't what say. What was he it. doing while he was back there? Yeah, He's waiting. He's like, mm, I've been here. I've been here for two hours. When are they going to take yeah, it over? I'm busy. I've got a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a great sequence after that where we cut to the King Gorgie uh, estate. Well, I guess the hotel, whatever it is that they're staying mm-hmm. in, that, um, that has become their headquarters. And Matt, Matt actually points out that it's strange that they have such a beautiful place, yeah, how can they afford this w- place when they can't afford it because there's a settlement that that you know Nelson Murdoch are trying to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, that's why they're representing him, but that's not going to happen for a while. Yeah. So yeah, how can, money is tied up. How so can they afford this? So yeah. that's when Daredevil really starts to realize, okay, he's not just a savage; mm-hmm. he's also getting himself involved in some shady business as yeah. well. Yeah. So he he arrives there, and one of the uh, someone who's effectively the secretary for for Micah says, "You can't go in." There. <laughs> Daredevil <laughs> says, "Yes, I can." After he knocks out uh, five or six of the the people mm-hmm. the gods um well you know one thing one thing we should point out mm-hmm. nelson and murdoch they were successful in the straining order the restraining order came down but then mike yeah changed it said and said he and wanted to withhold it for a, for a for, period of time it was for 24 hours mm-hmm. so daredevil knows this is a trap because the reason why he goes yeah. over there is because okay so this guy who just put a restraining order up against me is lowering it for 24 hours yeah okay obviously something's going to go on so i'm just going to go to him mm-hmm and so he yeah. heads over and he finds a giant uh, statue of Mao, the 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 King Gorgi god. Mao is like a uh, let's describe six him. arms, big mouth, yeah, uh, big belly, big belly, naked, I guess, uh, wearing a cap of some kind, elephant feet. Yeah, it's great. He's a yeah. good, good looking god. Um, Mike is in there just hanging out and uh, saying, "I've been waiting for you." And this is where he kind of talks about bait and how to trap someone how mm-hmm. to you know he talks about when we were when we were in the jungle we always knew how to capture something we always knew how to bait something and get it there and it's not very subtle uh, he's talking like that and daredevil senses he hears the sound of cr- the creak of wood but i like this so we have crossbow who mm-hmm. now we find out why he was kidnapped by a uh, micah sin yeah hiding in the shadows mm-hmm. and he shoots an arrow now the first thing that daredevil thinks is yeah. somebody's trying to assassinate micah sin yeah. even though he's a terrible human being i can't let that happen but then he realizes while he's diving to protect micah sin yeah. that Oh my goodness! The trajectory, the trajectory of this arrow is not going towards Micah Sin. Micah, it's me. It's going towards me, and yeah. that causes him not to react in time. And when he, when he, and when he messes up just that little bit, the arrow pierces him in the forearm, like yeah, a nasty pierce. His left arm. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that, of course, Crossbow had been hired to assassinate him, so that's why his mind went went there. He originally. <laughs> You know, he thought, "Oh, your enemy's here. I better take care of this, even though you're terrible." Right. Um, <clears throat> so whilst he's down, uh, Micah doesn't want to get his hands dirty anymore, and he wants Crossbow to do it. And Crossbow is reloading, and it gives Daredevil enough time to recover, uh, kick Crossbow down, and then get hide behind Mao, 
mm-hmm. the statue of Mao and uh, put together a quick bandage on his arm. Yeah, Daredevil has to think fast, so he rips off uh, part of the sleeve and makes yeah. a tourniquet around uh, the arm so he won't bleed to death. Yeah, it's a nasty, it's a nasty little injury. It's a really bad injury. Um, and uh, there's a great sequence where he he swings out of the another crossbow bolt, uh, swings around, kicks crossbow in the face, and. Crossbow has a trap there where he fires a bunch of arrows and Daredevil just manages to get down in time. I think that one of these pages is for sale at the moment. Sorry, I know that's a digression, but I've been, uh, I remember seeing <laughs> it. It's kind of a cute one. Um, and then um, Daredevil runs towards Crossbow and gets caught in a snare which swings him up and actually hangs him. It, it, it's uh, on a pulley system that pulls the rope and Daredevil out of the building, out past the balcony. So he's hanging and, and this several per- floors up. And this particular scene happens to be the cover of the issue. Yeah. And that's one thing that I kind of like. A lot of these covers, Jamie, are actually taking scenes directly from mm-hmm. the uh, from the comic book, where a yeah. lot of times the cover doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the comic book. It just has a lot of the players that are involved and yeah. some cool poses. Yeah. This is actually the event that is taking place on the cover. It's happening again right now. Now within the pages, kind of yeah, cool. It's great. Um, there's a group. This this is absolutely fantastic. This sequence. So Daredevil's been trapped. He's hanging up, and he's talking. He's thinking to himself, you know, that was that's completely my fault. That was such a bad mistake to make. I've got to start focusing, otherwise I'm going to get killed. And Crossbow starts talking, and he talks and talks and talks about how great it is seeing someone swinging, and, <laughs> and he's got all the time. And Mike is standing there, just going, "Kill him! Yeah. Just, p- just please kill him!" Yeah, you're talking too you much. You talk too much. Kill him. <laughs> he gets on, and he, he, yeah, he even says, "You talk too much." Um, uh, Crossbow fires a bolt, and it gives, and Dedo has enough time to think about where the bolt's going, so he can angle it, so it swings himself around, so it catches the rope. And it gives him the momentum in the backswing to swing back towards the balcony. It is a great, great sequence. Yeah. And Mazzuchelli does an amazing job of drawing it. I love whenever they incorporate multiple daredevils in one panel, yeah. showing the movement of the kick, the love swing, it. whatever. Yeah. And you get to see the arrow, which actually comes across several panels yeah. and, and goes in. It's and great because it's it's enlarged to, as a, like a, so you see the small, you see daredevil swinging, as you said, you got the multiple images of him. You see, the rope where it would be, but it's almost one of the panels which is in the middle of all of this is zoomed in so that the rope is really tight so you can see it being cut by the crossbow which is flying through all of these swinging daredevils mm-hmm. as a giant arrow. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, he he quickly, he makes short work of uh, crossbow. He basically says uh, the bandage is coming loose. Uh, I'm starting to bleed again. I've got to get out of here. And he knocks and, and crossbow at, down. And at that point, the cops show up and they're mm-hmm. like, Daredevil, you got to get out of here. The restraining order is no longer lifted. Yeah. You can't be here. So Daredevil's like, fine, I'll leave. But something happens. When he goes and he leaves, part of his bandage, as Jamie said, has fallen off. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Micah Sin goes and picks it up mm-hmm. and smells it. And just from the smell of the blood from Matthew Murdoch and the clothes, he's able to tell that, oh, sorry, well, from Daredevil. He's able to tell that Daredevil and Matthew Murdoch are the same person. Yeah. Because if you remember earlier in the issue, he, he took the scarf and he smelled it. Now he's taking the piece of, uh, of awesome. costume and mm-hmm. smelling it. So he has now deduced the secret identity of Daredevil. Yeah, and in case you missed it in, in that action, he actually throws the bandage on top of the scarf that's on a chair in, the, in, mm-hmm. in one of the panels so that you remember. Um, so Micah knows. Micah is mm-hmm. down. That's another two people that know who Daredevil is. The numbers are getting higher. They it are. It could get very dangerous if... Uh, 
if, say, Kingpin found out. Right. I'd hate to see what would happen then. So this next issue, this is 211. Yeah. We get some great Debbie action in here, which I can't <laughs> wait to talk about. As you know, Debbie's my new favorite character. Yeah. Um, but we also get a witness, Becky. Mm-hmm. Going through so much turmoil again. Oh, Becky. I feel so bad for Becky. She keeps getting injured, hurt, robbed, beat up. I mean, poor Becky. Yeah, I really wanted to look ahead to see what happened to her, but then I stopped myself because I was like, I don't want to be sad. I feel like something bad is going to happen to her. Right. um, So we are are introduced to a new King Gorgie and a new newspaper. We're introduced to two new things in this. this. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a... What's it called? The Revealer. The Revealer. The Revealer, it, which is like a tabloid mm-hmm. uh, ga- gossip rag. Um, and, J. Jonah Jameson would seem, wouldn't be seen dead mm-hmm. dealing with these people. So, see, this issue opens up with Kingpin once again in a situation that I don't necessarily see him doing. <laughs> now, so what happened was this newspaper, this tabloid, uh, it ended up posting this article about Kingpin claiming that he was having a relationship with this female model or, so, or somebody. Actress. He's been seen around yeah. town with an actress and so, they're trying to um, insinuate that the Kingpin has a relationship. Right. And, and he it, says he makes it very clear that, that there's only one woman for him. Right, as he did in the last podcast. We talked about how uh-huh. much he cares for Vanessa. So he storms into this newspaper office, starts beating people up, and then he takes the reporter, holds him up in the air and says, how dare you write this article mm-hmm. about me? This is what you're going to do, or I'm going to kill you. Is pretty much what he says. He goes, "You're gonna, you're gonna put a uh, what's it called, a retraction." He says, "You're gonna do a retraction." Or, and then, yeah, yeah then he's gonna do it. You're gonna do a retraction. You're gonna claim that what you said was bad. And I know the reason why this article's in here is because you were paid off or whatever by Micah Sin. So you are going to also write a a article about him that uh, you know. It's just terrible you're gonna about slander him. him. Yeah, you're going to slander him. You're, you're going to make him seem terrible yeah. because everybody loves him right now. So you're going to help bring him down. And in Kingpin is very convincing in the way that in the way that he does this. Yeah. But w- once again, it's a cool moment. But I see if if this is my version, Jamie, what I think would happen here is Kingpin would be up in his office, and then the reporter would have been brought in, and the same scene would have happened pretty much only by vocal threats, yeah. nothing physical. And, and Kingpin wouldn't have said, so this is what's going to happen while he's sitting behind yes. his desk. This is what's going to happen. You're going to retract that story. You're going to yeah. write this about Micah Sin, and you're going to do it or you're going to die. Yeah. And it will be gone. And then the guy would know how serious he was. I just yeah. don't see Kingpin getting in the car, storming, you know, beating people up. I think that they're trying to get across that he's losing control because of Micah. You know, that it's very tenuous his hold on the empire that he has and it's being threatened by this savage guy. I think they're trying to get across that idea that he needs to go out and do this work. That, you know, again, it's that push of desperation that he needs to to, uh, to eventually team up with Daredevil to mm-hmm. solve their common problem. Right, right. Um, we see that da- this is almost instant jump from the previous issue. We see Daredevil walking uh, through an alleyway and he's bleeding still. So it's it's pretty recent. And he... He decides he's not going to go to the doctor. He's going to go to explaining. Yeah, he's going to go to Gloriana. Yeah, and uh, see if she can help uh, bandage up and yeah. take care of the wound. Yeah, um, we have a brief cutaway to the hotel um, where Piper is introducing a character called the Vika. Vic- it's is it's it Vika, but it's like done in a way that makes it sound is savage. It, you're going to say Vika? Vika. Okay. He he is a you know he's dressed. 
pretty similar to the uh, to the tribe to the Kingor- he's a Kingorgi uh, to the Kingorgi tribe. Yeah, but he looks a lot older, kind of grosser, very he ugly. Never speaks. Like if you remember, like one thing that's so appealing about this tribe is how big and mm-hmm. mus- muscly and hairy these guys are. Yeah, you know they're like like Tarzans. He's he's this guy being a like a, a witch doctor basically. Right. Yeah. He's got a much different physique, and of course, Piper's just loving it. You know, the the press are digging it up. You know, any new yeah. Kagorgi or Kikorgi or Kingorgi, Kingorgi or it's King George, basically. Yeah, but they've yeah. just taken out a few vowels, like, which is why this is the Vicar. <laughs> the Vicar. Um, so the Vicar has yeah. been introduced, and then uh, Piper mentions that the restraining order is now in effect, and um, then we cut to Gloriana mm-hmm. giving Glory O'Brien giving uh, Matt some. Uh, medical TLC, attention. tender yes. love and care. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, you know, I was mugged, um, of course. So, you know, fix my arm. Don't tell anyone. Right. I've got to get going. So at this point, so, you know, we get some more great, you know, Mazzuccelli artwork here mm-hmm. where Daredevil with one arm, you know, because he's injured, is swinging around New York. He's yeah. going back to Nelson and Murdoch. He's going yeah. to, to the office. And what is happening at that moment? Our friend Becky in mm-hmm. her wheelchair is being kidnapped. She's screaming, and, and Daredevil can hear it. So I love this, Jamie. Yeah. So what do you do? You jump through a window. Got to jump through a window. So he jumps through a window. It's the and, only way of getting And he there. realizes once he gets into the room, Becky has already been taken. So mm-hmm. by the time he heard the scream to, to getting there, she's been taken, but there's a whole bunch of the Kagorji around. And so Daredevil gets into a fun little fight, yeah. um, takes them out rather easily. There's and, a great sequence. Yeah. Of, uh, he he says, you know, I know how fast and tough these guys are. I've got to be quick and I've caught them off guard. I've got to use that. So he, he beats off a bunch of them. And while he's hitting one of them, another one has pulled out a, a huge knife and throws it to him, and we see the sequence of him reaching to grab his billy club, slapping the knife away, and then with the backswing of his arm, throwing the billy club that hits the guy in the face. It's beautifully elegant. Yes, very good. <laughs> um, and he runs over to the window, the that, smash window. That's one thing I'm really digging about Denny O'Neill. Like, I know, I, I know I've know i been complaining a little bit about his, you know, how he's uh, changing the kingpin a little yeah. bit, but I really like fight scenes that he writes. He knows how to let them work. Yes, he, yeah. he gets out of the way and lets the artist do And this the is the work. first time that we've really we've really seen that and it was yeah. really evident, you know, in the William Johnson when he was in was in a, a Daredevil was in, in mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah. But it's so great when you don't have to cover up the panel with dialogue and you have more real estate to draw full figures yeah. in action and uh, it's it's been really fun to read the action. Yeah, there's a lot more panels but they feel like they've got the space to tell the story. Yeah, it's like that page crowded. that page Jamie was just saying has one, two, three, seven. four, five, yeah, seven panels. Mm-hmm. And when you think of a comic book nowadays, if there are seven panels, yeah, that's seven it's like, pages. <laughs> like that's that's a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> um so he he sees the um you know he's been distracted long enough that Becky's been able to be Bundled into a car and driven and, off, and, and he th- complains th- that he, hasn't, is, he doesn't know what color of the car is. Or yeah, he can't tell, so he's not yeah. able to track it. But he's got an idea of where she's going, obviously. Yeah. So he's going to head head back to, a, even though the restraining order, he's going to he- yeah. head back to Micah Sin's hotel. But this part, Jamie, is crazy. So Micah Sin is there. He's talking to uh, to, to uh, Vika. The Vika. He's talking to the Vika. And while he's talking to Vika, we've got Becky being dragged yeah, in dragged because in her legs don't work because you know she's handicapped she's in a wheelchair and she's literally being dragged on and if you look at her face it looks like she's in so much pain yeah. and oh my gosh i feel so bad for becky yep 
And so she's being dragged in and he says, uh, Micah says, you know, we have the first woman. Um, the second woman is harder and I need help for the second one. <clears throat> and then they point out that there is a huge uh, square that's being held up by ropes on a pulley that has huge spikes coming out. And he says that um, Becky has been taken basically as a sacrifice. She's going to mm -hmm. be a human sacrifice. As and Daredevil's swinging around mm -hmm. going towards... Um, uh, going towards, uh, uh, well, he's kind of running around at this stage. He's like, yeah, I, I better does, go home. Yeah. So he goes home and yeah. then he says, hang on, there's a couple of the King Gorgie in my house. I better go to the office. And he goes, hang on, waiting outside of the office. There's more of them waiting outside of Foggy's house. There's more. So he starts to realize that they're going to the places that Matt Murdock would yes. go. And he starts to think, why would they go for Matt Murdock? And we have a little we, moment where he listens into Foggy uh, and Debbie. Into Debbie. And Debbie <laughs> is telling Foggy, who's just trying to relax and watch some TV sitting yeah. in a recliner. He, he's like, look. Or she goes. She's a, she's a reader of the yeah, revealer. Yeah, she, shows her everything. She, she, tabloid. she goes, Foggy, can you see this article? that's been written by Marco and the Revealer saying that uh, Micah is a savage and a brute. Yeah. How could they call that dear sweet? Now remember, just like two or three issues ago, He'd this is the same hair, guy that pulled her around, hair yeah. and threw her around, yeah. and she is just so infatuated with she him. Is, yeah. Poor Foggy. Poor Foggy. Um, Daredevil is putting two and two together, and he says that, okay, can, can I, I just, guess can, they know. Can I just say, so Daredevil's listening in on this conversation. He does the line again, doesn't he? He, he, go, he, goes, he goes, someday I've got to beg Foggy's forgiveness for being best man at his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't the only best man. There was another guy there, wasn't there? Well, there, the there's that's a different groomsman. There can only be one best man. That's true. Well, yeah. I was, I was co-best man at a friend's wedding. Oh, congratulations, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me the half a best man or something. Um, so he, you know, Daredevil realizes what's going on. He knows that Micah knows. He puts two and two together, and he says, the scarf, he smelt that. He must have smelt the sleeve that I lost in the jungle, the pseudo-jungle, which is the, the hotel suite. Um, so we have a little cutaway to Marco, the, uh, the, uh, the reporter, uh, the revealer who's been killed, um, by the Vika who's hanging around the looking Vika. creepy. Um, and then Daredevil thinks, okay, there's one person I need to go to. One person's going to be able to help me. And he starts heading towards the Kingpin's tower. And while he's there, he hears gunfire and he senses that there's a fight going on. And some of the Kingpin's men have been taken down. And a woman has been grabbed. And uh, Daredevil thinks, this is another kidnapping. Why are they grabbing this woman? He gets down. He does a similar thing where two of them, they, they throw spears at him and he catches both of them and throws them back blunt side up yeah. so that they don't kill him. So he knocks <laughs> them both out. It's fantastic. It is so fantastic. And he jumps on top of the, the truck, uh, the van that they bundled the woman into. Um, Kingpin, meanwhile, cuts back to the Kingpin and he says that they, they've grabbed Vanessa on the phone. They said that they grabbed your wife and he says, okay. But, but, but this is something weird because when I was reading this issue, yeah. he picks up the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, we find out that uh, Vanessa's been kidnapped. Mm -hmm. He puts the phone down and he says a sacrifice was necessary. Yeah. It did not seem at all right. There's got to be something going yeah, on there's here. Something weird because about that we part. know, we know how much he loves Vanessa. So yeah. there's something. He was willing to throw everything in. For yeah, her. so there's something kind of going on. There's this great sequence then after that we go back to Daredevil on top of the van and he pulls up and the the area around Micahsin's the, the hotel where he's staying has uh, has been heavily floodlit. Um and they can see the police can see him on top of there and they say, "Okay, get down there. 
you're trying to sneak past. There's them. like ten guards that are yeah that and are standing there. Daredevil scowls at them like, oh, you people. Um, and then he kicks a gun out of one of their hands, jumps up, and another policeman's about to shoot him. And then the guy who was dangled out of the window makes a reappearance. I can't remember his name, but the guy who you were supposed to cut out the page and <laughs> stick it on. Um, he knocks the the other policeman who was pointing the gun to one side, and he says, hey, I owed him. I, I love that. Yeah. That was such a cool <clears throat> little moment. So there's helicopters, there's police everywhere, and then Daredevil does something which is starting to be a, a nice little thing where he grounds himself by meditating mm-hmm. to get some answers. He <clears throat> finds a place up on a rooftop and says, you know, I've got to start thinking. I've got to remember what Stick taught me. Stick mm-hmm. trained me. He told me, you know, this was my problem. I never focused. I've got to start using Right, this. yeah. So he meditates and starts to think about what's going to happen. We cut to inside the hotel, and the two women, we see now Vanessa and Becky, mm-hmm. are being dragged underneath that uh, square of spikes. And then Daredevil does a quick change as Matt Murdock says, excuse me, I'm Mr. Sin's attorney. I need to come in. The police say, okay, go on and off you go. Let lets him through, lets him pass, and he quickly changes back into his Daredevil <laughs> costume. That's kind of a that's a fun little kind of flashback, a little moment that makes me think of Stanley stuff back, you know, issues one through fifty, mm-hmm. where Dare, Daredevil would go become Matt Murdock to get a little further, then become Daredevil to get yeah. a little further, then become <laughs> Matt Murdock again. Yeah, it's a great little <laughs> moment. And then he grabs a fire extinguisher. You can smell wood burning, so he grabs a fire extinguisher off the wall enters the room just as they're cutting the rope that's going to make the uh, platform drop. And I just want to say, so this image is exactly the same as the cover. There you go. Just drawn a little bit differently. So once again, they are taking the cover directly from the page, which, you know, the way the comic books used to be written, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. where the covers were done far in advance. Yeah. So I don't think that's the case right now. No. Yeah. Um, So he uses the uh, fire extinguisher to put out some flames and cause a distraction blank out some of the area the the fact that the flames have gone out the torches in the room means that it's now in darkness he's able to throw the fire extinguisher in a few faces free one thing i I wanted to say there's one panel here jamie where daredevil is swinging with his good arm yeah kicking down vika yeah and then using his other hand to shoot the extinguisher it's it's amazing the amount of things that daredevil can do in one Swoop. Yeah, I think that's something that people that a lot of people forget about him. His the his agility. His, he is a three hundred and sixty degree fire. Mm-hmm. He, you know, it's often some people forget to write it this way, but his radar sense goes in all directions. Right, and sometimes it plays on it like he's got eyes in the back of his head. But I think when they use it for his fighting technique, it becomes really interesting because he is able to do things in all these different directions at the same time. And because he's so agile, because he works so much on balance and, you know, whenever we see him not being a lawyer and not being daredevil, he's training. Yeah. He's training to practice balance and to practice fighting and to practice, he's keep his agility up. So. You remember those Marvel <clears throat> cards from the early 90s mm-hmm. where they would give them power yeah. ratings between yeah. one and seven? Mm-hmm. It always made me mad that Daredevil, and then when I would go back and I'd look yeah. at my cards and stuff, that Daredevil didn't have, like, you know, they have the agility the one, agility. The, the, you know, the fighting skills and everything, and his were not, like, maxed out or close to maxed yeah. out. And I'm like, how can you say that he can't fight 
with the best of them. Yeah, like, that I mean, doesn't make any sense was to mentioned me. As being a good skill, but it wasn't high enough. I, I know. I'm that. like, I'm like, what the heck? His intelligence was a three. I remember, uh, and, well. and, and that's ridiculous because <laughs> I think his I think his intelligence was a two. I think you're right. I think Foggy and, and him had the same and, intelligence. And it's just so surprising to me because if you think of like, say, somebody like Reed Richards. Yeah. Reed Richards is, is obviously a seven. Like he's yeah. he's maxed out. But there is nothing different between. Reed Richards and, and um, Matthew Murdoch, when it comes to their brains, other than one of them is smart and the other one is not as smart, yeah. meaning like uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic, he doesn't he have any... scientifically su- intelligent. Yeah, he doesn't have any superpowers for his brain. No. He just happens to be a genius and really smart. Um, Matt Murdoch studied really hard all through school. Mm-hmm. He became a lawyer, did all that type of... I mean, he's got street smarts. He's got book smarts. He's got to be like among the smartest, yeah. I, I would think. Yeah, I'd Let, say it was at least a four. I mean, at, at least. I mean, you, you put him at the same with Cyclops. Although, <laughs> d- don't get me wrong, I like Cyclops, but but yeah, still, like, he never I mean, makes good decisions. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, Sorry for getting sidetracked there. No, I, just, I, th- I love I love all those those number statistic yeah, things. I used yeah, to get too. so angry at them, and, and I was always convinced like there was there had to be a better way of doing it because we had to know like the order. Like Reed Richards and Doctor Doom are obviously equal intelligence yeah. and they should be but are they the most I'd intelligent or I, is I would say of everybody on earth I, I think Reed Richards is the smartest one mm-hmm. I would say he's smarter than anybody on earth yeah. I would put I would put him as number one if you're only dealing with people from earth yeah I, I think so yeah and then because you know, the wasn't there the group the Illuminati or whatever uh-huh. that was supposed to be the smartest and it was Doctor Strange uh, Professor X Doctor Doom Doctor Doom uh, Black um, Panther yeah uh, Tony uh, Stark and Namor Namor yeah mm-hmm. I don't know if they were the smartest, but they were just the kind of the like the, like the, like the Name genius the guys. Yeah, <laughs> elevator open. <laughs> Pow! <laughs> uh, he is great though. Yeah. He um, is. So anyway, Daredevil fights off a bunch of them, manages to free Vanessa, um, and then says, "I'm going to get Becky out of here. Run." Um, she's running for it, and he says, "You know, my I'm fighting off these guys. My arm is starting to hurt. I'm having trouble moving, Becky," and. While he's fighting them and being attacked from all sides, Vanessa runs back, grabs Becky, and pulls her towards the elevator. Um, Daredevil oh. senses this and says, I've just got to buy him enough time. They're going to get to the elevator. And then we had this crazy, <clears throat> awesome sequence yeah. where uh, Vika, mm-hmm. Vika throws a spear yeah. and pierces um, Vanessa, Vanessa in right back. in the back, mm-hmm. and it's it's a four panel sequence. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, I know of her flipping or falling over yeah. dead. And what happens is that you, she's completely rendered in the first one where the spear hits, and then she slowly becomes just silhouetted. Silhouette. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, life is gone from so her. And Becky's just looking on as the doors of the elevator close. It's so such good. You art. know, one thing that if you take a look at how um, um, how he draws. Daredevil, yeah. specifically Daredevil, there's a lot more black. Yeah. If you take a look at his costume <clears throat> from from other, you know, the way that Frank Miller drew him or other mm-hmm. people, you, you, I mean, sometimes you'll use the shadows as yeah. a tool, but when he's lit and in the light, there's more dark mm-hmm. in his in his uniform, and and I think that's really cool or his costume. Yeah. Um, Daredevil escapes. He's seen what's happened, and he kicks open a window, does a reverse smash, reverse window smash. Um, jumps out. The police look up and say, "How did he get by us?" I mean, <laughs> come on, we're, come on, we're, we're New, York's New York's finest. finest. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 what's going on, guys? Come on. Um, and, and then and the elevator opens behind him, and Becky's there saying, "Please help me." And she's she's literally dragging herself across yeah. the ground, tears on her face. Yeah. I mean, I feel so bad for for Becky. Yeah. 
And that's, that's what makes the next issue even more. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We're um, going to get there. So this issue ends with we uh, Daredevil, Daredevil goes, goes to Kingpin to, Kingpin to tell Pin, him yeah. the bad news. And Kingpin doesn't seem as... He says, I'm here. I need a doctor. And I need to speak to the Kingpin. Yeah. Kingpin comes in and says, uh, we, we intercepted this videotape. And then uh, was just flippantly like, what's your point? Buddy? Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> Should I care? Um, and he plays it and it reveals that the actress, you remember at the very beginning of the issue, the actress mm-hmm. that he was seen around town with was an actress that he had hired to pretend to be Vanessa, to act as Vanessa. That's so that why he wasn't happened, so mad when the kidnapping yeah. happened. Yeah. So when the kidnapping happened, yes, yes, she yes, sort yes, of yes. says, you know, I came here to become famous and I guess this is as good as anything. I'm going to make a load of money. I don't really care anymore. I've lost all faith in humanity and and that's a pretty downer um suicide note on video and uh kingpin references uh, mentions mm-hmm. that he thinks he's quite a cynical young lady and daredevil says but she sacrificed herself to save someone else i don't think she was that cynical yeah. you always see the worst in people yeah. and, and then, then we got a great little moment this yeah. is what it was all kind of leading up to that jamie's talked about why the kingpin has been out on the street and has been doing more of the legwork is because he's you know he's losing control and he yeah. needs the help of daredevil just like daredevil needs the help of the kingpin yeah. to bring micah sin down so they actually form an alliance and they team up and they shake hands at the end of this issue. Yeah. Team up. Team up. Yeah. Is that the first time? I think they've done it once before, haven't they, when they teamed up? They did so. They did team up, yeah. But, yeah. Th- but this one. Okay, so this next issue has one of my favorite covers. This I absolutely cover. love this this cover. What it is is you've got Message Daredevil. And, I mean, look at his. Do you notice how Daredevil's costume a lot of black on it? That's very shaded, and v- that's intentional because yeah. you know he's on the dark side now. He's in the dark he side. He has a slight smirk on his face. He as does. Well. And we've got Kingpin, who, by the way, Mazzuccelli does such a great job mm. drawing Kingpin. I love it. Mm-hmm. He's got his arm around Daredevil with a whole bunch of people. Beaten up, unconscious on the yeah. on the ground, and the and the camera angle on, on the shot is from up high, mm-hmm. and literally you can just tell that you know just what their team up is going to be like. Yeah, it's so cool. It's Check it out. Image. Issue two twelve. Two twelve. Awesome, awesome cover. One of my 84. favorites. I like it. Issues called Lies. Um, yeah. So it starts off with Kingpin directing a bunch of thugs to attack Daredevil to destroy him. Um, <clears throat> and they jump on him, and Daredevil makes short work of them, <laughs> knocks them all down, and then <laughs> Kingpin basically says, so there you see, everyone, you, you just saw what happened. If you try to, we're going to work with Daredevil. Mm-hmm. If any of you try to attack him while we're working with him, he will beat you up. If he doesn't, <laughs> I will kill you. Yeah, it's as simple as that. You yeah. will not do anything while he's working. This is for us. such a great moment. This is so good. Now, this is Kingpin. This is the Kingpin that I like. Jamie, let me ask you a question. How did they come up with this plan? Do you think Kingpin and Daredevil were talking and they're like, and Kingpin goes, "Okay, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to invite everyone over, and then I'm going to have you beat up like eight of them." And, no. Dare, and Daredevil's like, uh, I guess so. I guess I that's okay. I kind of feel like he just sprung it on him, to be honest. And so then you think, so then Daredevil, so Kingpin goes, all right, Daredevil, beat him up. And Daredevil's like, well, I guess I got to do it because Mm. I got to prove to these guys I mean business. I don't know. I I just kind of think about the conversation. And I think uh, Kingpin sort of said, 
you know the whole thing about hitting the biggest guy in the prison. Yeah. You have to do that with yeah. these guys. Oh, that's great. That's <clears throat> thinking really good, you Jamie. You can't hit me either because I'm... But there's a cool moment that happens right here, which I'll just read this you. I'll read you word to word. So after King Ben says this... He puts this, his hand on... <laughs> on. He puts his hand on Daredevil, <laughs> and then Daredevil kind of wipes it off, and this is what Daredevil says. He goes... Uh, Listen, and listen good, all of you. I'm agreeing to this because Micah Sin is the most ruthless man I have ever encountered, and unless he stop, he'll bring the city to its knees. But that doesn't mean your boss here is an angel. That doesn't mean I'm on your side. It only means that the kingpin is the lesser evil for now. I'm not your friend, and when this is done, I'm coming after you, every one of you. I'm making that my top priority. And then there's a shot, a close-up of the kingpin, and he goes, we know where we stand. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's so good. Mm. So we are back in the uh, in the Kingorgi hotel. The body's still there. The first three pages of this issue are yeah. like, it's my favorite part. Oh, yeah. I don't even care about the rest of it so much. Okay. <laughs> but but this first part was so awesome. Yeah, it's really good. It really sets yeah. it up well. So Kingorgi have got the body, and uh, the vicar is going to take care of the body. Then um, uh, Micah gets brought a... a what, I, I don't know what the the measurements for ice cream, but you get it's a tub of ice cream. Was that a gallon? No, it's a pint. A pint. There you yeah. go. A pint of ice cream, and he just downs it instantly and has a big goofy smile on his face. Uh, Piper runs in at that point and says, uh, "I heard some story. Um, uh, Becky, who uh, Becky Blake, the the Nelson and Murdoch secretary, she's on the news saying that you tried to kill her. Um, it's got to be a lie, right? You won't sacrifice a woman." And he says, "No, no, it's not a lie. Look at that." I points love out the, the trap, points out the dead body. And see, the thing with Piper is now, this is the first time where Piper, because if you remember, he's loving this. He's yeah. digging the fame. He likes how popular Micah is making yeah. him. But he sort of sees, you know, the whole, you know, the actual, the behind the curtain thing. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, he's seeing what's really going on. And he has to make a decision. He's like, well, I like the fame. I like the popularity. But this guy's kind of wacko. Yeah. So he's starting to get the first taste of that, but apparently it's not enough right now because he still continues to work for him. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Okay, you're right. Who cares? Micah and, makes a point. Yeah. Point. Like, uh, Piper runs in and he says that he, he sees the square of spikes and he says that, that that thing drops onto someone tied beneath and and that's awful, Micah. You're inhuman. And Micah just sucking up some ice cream off of his hand says, mm, but you'll serve me anyway. <laughs> and Piper off camera is probably going, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. right. I like the money. Some, I like the yeah, money. I'm getting some attention. So then we get to see our favorite, favorite character, <sighs> Debbie. So this is Debbie my... Debbie rocks in this Okay, scene. so of everything that Debbie has done bad since uh, since uh, Frank Miller left, yeah, everything that Debbie has done bad, this is by far <clears throat> the worst. <clears throat> this is so, awful. So last issue, Becky was kidnapped. I mean, brutally kidnapped, kind of beaten, dragged across the floor. Yeah. And so she's telling the story to the press. We, there's a press they conference. They were going to kill her, and they, she's telling them. Yeah, they were going to kill I was her. Almost murdered by this so man. So Vanessa wants. Sorry, not Vanessa. Debbie. Debbie. Debbie wants Franklin, her husband, good old Foggy Nelson, mm -hmm. to lie and tell the press that everything that Becky's saying is a lie yeah. and fake. How can you do that? And he, she says, if you, it is, don't, if you don't say, go out there and say, it's a lie right now. I'm, I'm going to leave, leave you. This is so terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, how can she do that? She Who cares it. about what she's doing to Foggy? Think about what she's doing to Becky. Yeah. That is so terrible. She's a horrible person. At this so, point. so bad. Um, maybe I'm going to say that the, 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 the 
uh, Micah is releasing some pheromones that are controlling her mind at this stage. Absolutely not. I don't buy it. She's terrible. She's <laughs> the, a terrible. The vicar gave she's, him some lipstick. Because that was, she's been terrible well before Micah showed up. That's true. Um, so we have uh, we have uh, the news breaks. You know, this was a news conference where Becky was saying what had happened, and uh, Froggy, Foggy bursts in and says, "It's all lies. This is all lies." So we have this. The story is now about whether or not. Um, Becky and Matthew Murdoch have been plotting against Micah Sin to bring him down and why Foggy is going against them. And then Daredevil does a little meditating, but he can't get his head clear. But before he does the meditation, though, what I want to say is that Debbie and or Debbie ends up going back to, to Micah, Micah yeah. Sin's place and says, did I do well? And he says yes. So he has his complete Hold pheromones. Or, I guess so, <laughs> but still, man, she is terrible. And then so foggy ends. Foggy gives off pheromones. I bet he is a delightful. Smell. So 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 foggy foggy feels terrible. Now remember, he's you know he's a lawyer. Uh, his shoulders are slumped. Yeah. in every panel and, you see him after this, yeah, he just looks like for a for, for many 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 issues. Yeah. this is a huge 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 thing because he lied. Yeah, and he's a lawyer. He can't do that. So, so he, he go- goes and knocks yeah, on yeah, so he goes door to Matt to talk to him, and Matt's like. I don't have anything to do with you. I'm not going to talk I'm to you done. right now. I'm done. And Foggy just kind of storms or walks off being like, well, I don't blame him. You yeah. know, I don't blame him. So Matt gets changed. Daredevil runs out in the street. There's a beautiful shot of him running across a rooftop with just all of New York behind him. It's my goodness. Yeah. David Mazzuccelli is it's so such good. A good so Daredevil, says, you know, I've got, a, I, he, his mission is now he's got been given a mission by, um, by Kingpin, by Kingpin, which is to hit, the little sting operations that the King Gorgie tribe are doing. So he heads to um, where it's going to happen, which is the city zoo. Mm-hmm. So he heads to the city zoo and he says, well, let me see if I can find him. And they're doing a racket. They're doing a protection racket so he can hear them giving him money. There's a great sequence here where he, as the money's about to be handed over, Daredevil grabs it and says, this is evidence, so I'm going to keep a hold of this. And the King Gorgie attack him. So he's able to stuff the money in one of them, helps punch them down onto the ground, and he kicks one of them into the giraffe enclosure. Um, starts to attack another one. The guy behind him pulls out a gun, and he just throws his billy club into his so, face. So, l- like, out. folks at home, I mean, honestly, you need to pick up these issues because th- these fight sequences are so much fun to read. Yeah. They are so much fun to read, and and they're very similar to what we're used to today where, you know, a lot of comic book pages today use very little dialogue. Yeah. It's mostly action. Mm-hmm. But here you've got the same amount of panels that you've always had in the old ones in the in the Silver Age, Bronze Age, lots of panels. Yeah. But each panel is a different aspect of the fight scene. It's not just a big splash where you see one big punch and then yeah. you and then you cut to a different part of the story. You're actually seeing each individual punch, kick, everything. Yeah. And I know right now, you know, after he knocks this guy out with the gun, he starts fighting um some some leopards. Mm-hmm. But or tigers. tigers. Oh yeah, sorry. He starts fighting some tigers. Yeah, he, but he, 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 he attacks the last King Gorgie guy who is going to hit him with a stick, and he punches him in the face. And then one of the other guys gets up and runs off. He chases after him, and the vicar. The vicar hits him in the hits leg. Him in the leg. Dare, Daredevil falls into the tiger pit, hits yeah. the ground. The tigers come and then for the him. Throws rocks he starts at the throwing rocks at the tigers to get him to get him entice them, get him riled yeah. up. And then Daredevil ends up fighting the tigers. Yeah. It's, mo- it's mostly him dodging, but at one point, this Jamie, this is a crazy move. So a, oh, ti- yeah. a tiger is coming at him <laughs> with with his mouth open wide. So Daredevil takes his billy club and sticks it in his mouth um, vertical. You know how like so. 
you know what you like see with rancor monster. Yeah, what what you see with alligators or crocodiles, uh-huh. so they can't close their mouth. So literally, like you know, the one side of the billy club is on the roof of the mouth, the other one's on the tongue. And so after he puts it in the mouth, so he can't be bit, Daredevil then knocks it on the top of the head, breaking the jaw. Yeah, with his elbow. Yeah, he he breaks the jaw of the tiger, and he, he feels knocks, he knocks a tiger unconscious. He, he does, and a tiger is a big muscly creature. Um, the other one starts coming towards him, and he jumps out of the way and hits that one on the head with a billy club, um, and then very casually just spins his billy club <laughs> over. <know>. Um, <laughs> he goes back up and talks to the hood, the the non Kingorgi hood who was paying the money, and basically says, "You know, you're going to tell everyone that they they are not going to pay. The ki- kingpin is getting the message out there. You don't pay anyone except the kingpin." And then he says, you know, if you don't, I'll come back and I'll I'll smash you into pieces. I'll break you into little pieces and I'll throw you in with the tigers. Um, so he leaves at that point and kind of feels like, you know, this is kind of gross. I'm basically being, a, I'm doing what my dad did, which is being muscle for a crook. Mm-hmm. I'm going around and shaking people down. It just so happens that I'm shaking down bad guys. <clears throat> we cut back to, it's the next morning and... Uh, Micah is in front of the the statue of Maw Mao Mao Mao, and he's eat, he's eating now. Like he's eating th- like this a pig. is he's smoking cigarettes. Th- this is important. This is going to come to effect a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's eating a whole bunch of junk f- or junk. He's smoking. He was eating mm-hmm. ice cream before. Just we we want to kind of point that out now because this has been happening every single issue. He's been eating a lot of really 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 bad food. Yeah, this comes into effect later. It does. He gets gout. um and then uh piper shows up piper shows up and just says you know um i'm going on television tomorrow they want us to be guests and uh micah says you know good tv tv's good Mm -hmm. there's a there's a great sequence i can't remember if it's in this one is it the one i think it's in a later one where he talks about how the lie the lie is important but that's the thing that you have in america yeah that's later that's later um and then uh the vicar is hanging around with a skull and uh Piper sort of says, you know, is that what I think it is? And they all start laughing at him, and he's just like, oh, what, what am I doing? And but, see, but apparently it's not bad enough to make you enough. stop That's representing him. No, the, the skull isn't enough to... <laughs> yeah. But um, then we see Matt pulling off an amazing piece of training where he's balancing on two fingers. On two fingers, mm-hmm. yep. Um, he says, you know, physically I'm doing pretty good. Mentally I can't get my head together. He hears Gloriana come in, goes up and she- speaks to her. And says, you know, Becky is in a really bad place right oh, now. God, I feel she's so bad for locked Becky. locked in her house. She's not answering the phone. She's just being hounded by reporters. And she's, we see a panel of her just sitting in tears, basically. And he feels terrible about it. And then he says, you know, someone's coming. And it's Foggy. And Foggy's it, there. It, yeah, and, and this, this, is, this is a kind of a cool sequence. Because yeah. Matt, at the beginning of it, he goes, look. I know it's Foggy Nelson. He's my partner. I don't want to have. I don't want him in my house. That's, yeah. He literally says, "I don't want him in my house." Yeah. She opens the door anyways, and uh, Foggy is so disheveled, hasn't shaved. Yeah. He's like, "Oh hi, Gloriana. I was just uh, gonna ring. Uh, is uh, is Matt around?" And he, uh, she lets him in because she's nicer than Matt is. <laughs> and then he, uh, Foggy's like, "Hey, Matt. I was in the neighborhood." And, and Matt's he goes. I'm not interested. I'm, I'm seriously, I'm not interested. He goes, leave. Yeah. And then that's when Foggy comes clean and was like, you got to let me explain myself. And then he goes, look, you remember when I was in college, I was a nobody. I'm just a fat slob. I could never get a girl, but I found somebody in Debbie. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you know, she 
she actually takes interest in me. Yeah. And she's so beautiful. I know you can't see that, Matt, but trust me, she's so beautiful. And then Foggy breaks down and goes, I lied for her or else she would leave me. Yeah. And then he starts to kind of cry. And at that point, Matt, you know, he thinks about it for a little bit. Foggy apologizes. He says he's sorry and then he's going to leave. And then as he goes to leave, Matt goes, Foggy, it's okay. It's going to be all right. So he consoles his friend. Does it, so that's that's a big kind of a grown up like movement right there mm-hmm. where, you know, his friend is in distress. Yeah. Even though he did something absolutely almost unforgivable. Yeah. But Matt is being sympathetic to his friend. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Because it's all Debbie's fault. Well, God, we, we do Debbie. get a great Debbie moment at the end where she takes chocolates to Micah and she says, you know, I got some chocolate covered strawberries from Bloomingdale's uh, scrumptious candy for a scrumptious man. That's probably the, the, <laughs> the most disgusting thing she's done. Um, and he grabs the box from her, tears it open, just scoffs down. Once the again, chocolate, eating the, eating the throws, trashy yeah, food. Throws the box to one side and then uh, she says, you know, I thought maybe I could get a divorce from... This is Foggy huge! Like, oh my Haiti. goodness! Wow, Haiti. she's going, she's going all the way, Jamie. A quickie divorce in Haiti, and then you and Mika get together, and he just pushes her to the ground and walks away. You don't say Haiti. I, you can say it however you want. Okay, Haiti. I don't know. Ha- Haiti. 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 Well, that that wraps up that issue. Yeah, and now we're going over to two thirteen. Two thirteen, which has another great cover. What's the third? I can't remember what it is. I'm just putting a. Oh, it's that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. That's another Mazzucelli. You know, I want to give a sh- I want to I want to give a shout out to uh, to Danny uh, Bulanati. Uh, Bulanati. Uh, he's been inking all these issues, mm-hmm. and he's been inking like a lot. He's done at least like twenty twenty five some issues. Yeah, he's been after Klaus like uh, Klaus yeah, Johnson like one ninety yeah three. Or so something he's like had, he's we're coming to the end of his run because mm-hmm. pretty soon uh, Mazzuchelli goes to both penciling and inking. There was a thing about Mazzuchelli said he wanted to do he, everything he wanted to do both. And Danny uh, Balanati, uh, I read an interview with him recently where he said you know he was working on so many other books that it didn't really bother him that much, mm-hmm. but maybe it should have hit him a little more. But he didn't really noticed it because he was working he was a right. he was a job in inca at that mm-hmm. point and that was like a really good but, but i want i want to give him some props because he he really contributes he does to these to yeah. these first issues that mazzuchelli did and mazzuchelli is growing mazzuchelli is quite young when he, t- he mm-hmm. starts on on daredevil and he starts to grow more and more you can see him develop as an artist he his first few issues is very much uh and this is something that you see a lot of in marvel i think when they get an artist to kind of doesn't necessarily match the previous artist, but it it, it matches them enough mm-hmm. that it makes the transition easier. It used to be a big thing for Marvel to try and ease the art, and the, the inker can re- inker can really help with that. Yeah, inker can definitely help because that's like a grounding. Because he was doing William Johnson, mm-hmm. and now he's doing Mazzuchelli. Yeah, and they they don't draw the same, but it's pretty similar. Yeah, and so having the same inker, you know, same thickness of lines, all that yeah. type of stuff, you know, it, it, you're. You're right. It, it makes it less noticeable that yeah. you're dealing with a different. I artist. wonder how how uh, finished their uh, layouts were, how uh, how penciled everything was. I get the feeling that Mazzuchelli really did everything. You know, mm-hmm. did as much work in the penciling as you see, and and the inking was just going over to embellish it. Um, so yeah, I wonder. There's a couple of pages where you can see it's a little lighter. It's a little um, not rushed, but a little looser. Yeah. In in the artwork, but he's so comfortable and confident with his figure drawing mm-hmm. 
that I, he can get away with it so easily. Right, right, right. Um, so this issue starts out with Piper having kind of a going over his morals. Yeah. Kind, kind of in his head, he's thinking, "All right, I'm representing this guy, Micah Sin, but man, like this guy is really, really wacko." We like he sees him scarfing down hot dogs, drinking soda pop, yeah. and then he ends up getting tripped on the way out when he's walking mm-hmm. out. They're talking about you know how they're going to have a t. Te- they're doing an interview for the Post later, mm-hmm. all this type of stuff, and then. Um, when Piper leaves, you know he's really kind of starting to second guess this whole, yeah, this he whole sees collaboration. Being held yeah, in a room, and she says, "You need to help me." And then he's grabbed and pulled back into the room, and uh, he's uh, he's leaving. And as he's leaving, Micah says, "Do you want to say something about that woman?" Yeah, he's like, "No, none of my business." So yeah, we need to point out then. So he is literally kidnapped. Micah Sin has kidnapped yeah. Debbie, yeah. and is and is. Turning her into a slave, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Into a housemaid slave. Yeah. Micah calls him a weakling because Piper doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then he, we see the terrible, the the vicar, and uh, Micah mentions the trap, and um, we see Daredevil still doing the same thing where he's getting uh, leads from the kingpin and going and investigating them and slowly hitting uh, Micah Sin's operation. Uh, he goes to an abandoned subway station and sends his four men inside and a fifth man hiding in a bush. So he heads down into the subway station, drops in and has a, a fight with them. And there's another, you know, they throw a spear, he catches it, kicks a few of them in the face, knocks out all of the kerosene lamps, uh, punches a few of them in the face and talks about, you know, something's not right here. There's something kind of weird. Um, and then the fifth guy drops a flaming torch down and he says there's a... That's what it is. There's all this dried grass around. It was a setup to a have setup. Daredevil show up and they were going to kill him. Yeah, and they're going to kill their but, own people to kill me. Ex- but, Jamie, this is crazy. Like, the artwork in this is insane. Yeah. So, Daredevil, you know, he sees all these unconscious people that, that he just beat up that are mm-hmm. laying on the ground. And there's the explosion from the, the the fire that was thrown in and caught the grass on fire. So, we have, yeah. that, we have a big, big smoke, you know, a whole bunch of fire. And... uh He's like, oh crap! It's coming towards me. I got to get these guys out of here fast. Yeah. So Daredevil, he he take he takes the billy club, and uh, takes out the uh, what is it called the, the um, monofilament? Yeah, takes out the monofilament and wraps them all up, all the goons together, and then carries them up the. Uh, yeah, he uh, uses a lamppost as uses leverage as and leverage. Lifts them out. And lifts them the out of the hole, sewer. Out of a manhole. Oh my goodness! It is so crazy. <clears throat> and then the fifth one starts to run for it, and of course. Uh, your favorite moment probably of this comic Kingpin, Kingpin is there and he punches, punches him in the him face, in the face. D- okay. Daredevil says I didn't ask for your help and Jamie said, I just need, I gotta clarify this. one more time look I like Kingpin <laughs> there's a lot of cool moments it's just my own personal take I'd say you know he's doing too much legwork but still I love these moments with Kingpin do not get me yeah. wrong oh he's, no no yeah. he's, uh, he's such a cool character yeah and, still my uh, favorite. and Kingpin says, you know, at least these guys are going to be charged. And that links back to Micah Sin. And he says, well, I know what they're going to do. I know what they're going to say. Daredevil says, I know what they're going to say. And sure enough, Piper says, these people were lured away by this terrible person, the Kingpin, to commit crimes away from uh, uh, Micah Sin. And this is why I was talking about the lies. He says, you know, the lies. And, and this is, this is the, the speech that Micah Sin says, you know, lies, lies. You know the greatest thing about what you call civilization it's not the television, the electricity, the airplanes, and the cars. It is the lie, the wonderful lie. In the jungle, there was no lie. We were hungry, in danger. Only truth was possible. Here you say, people believe. Very useful, the lie. And then at that moment, at after, moment is, after that great little speech, we mm-hmm. see Debbie 
on the ground cleaning the floor cleaning with a mop floor. bucket, but by, by cleaning by hand. Well, he eats and, and, popsicles. And and, and uh, he, he, she's like, Micah, will you listen to me, please? No. And then so what? So at this moment, Debbie finds another one of the house slaves, yeah. and it's like, you need to help me. You know, like I thought that he loved me. You know, like I I, I was I left my husband to come here and he's treating me like trash. And so this woman that, that she's talking to shows no sympathy to her. And instead she just picks up the bucket of soapy water and dumps it on her face and starts laughing. Yeah. These people are crazy, Jamie. Yeah. They are crazy. Yeah. Then we see Piper. <laughs> he's at uh, Empire State University. That's the one that he was at. Is, is that where um, Peter Parker ends up going or teaching? I couldn't tell you. I don't okay. know. Empire State University. Empire State University is, I don't know, is that a real university or is it just in the Marvel Universe? I uh, do not know. Uh, well, anyway, so while Piper is out walking about, getting a kiss from his lady, she says goodbye, and then one of his colleagues comes up, and he's bragging about a $10,000 check advance that he got mm-hmm. on the book that he's going to write about yeah. the Kagorgi. Um, so he's just loving life. Yeah, and his, his colleague looks a little bit like uh, Rodney Dangerfield in that one. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. In the well, college years. So anyway, so then there's this um, there's this mugging that, that happens kind of across the way, mm-hmm. and then the guy who did the crime is running and is getting chased by a. Uh, uh, is being chased by the person that he, he, he robbed that it from. This guy shot my brother. Yeah. So the guy pulls out a gun and shoots back. Um, and when he shoots back, it's actually a Piper's colleague that gets caught in the yeah. crossfire and ends up getting shot and then killed. Yeah. And at that moment, Piper kind of has a realization at that moment. I think this is the moment yeah. where he realizes that, you know, even though this crime is not really related. So, yeah. well, I guess it is related because well, it's the one newspaper of the, guy says crime is on the rise. Yeah. That, that what's happening is yeah. that even the crooks. Have so, so he, bad. so he realizes that the Kogorgi are definitely to blame or yeah. at least partly to blame for the crime that's happening in the city. Mm-hmm. So the fact that his friend just died, he kind of has this realization like, okay, this is, uh, this is bad. Like I, yeah. I can't, I gotta, you know, he sees his friend being carted off into an ambulance with a, blanket over yeah. his face and it's a really great sequence it's yeah done all, like silently he, he's he's just standing there in shock watching, yeah he, and he's know, crying and he walks home really slowly and 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 then daredevil happens to be there kind of hiding in the shadows mm-hmm. off camera we never see him and uh you know he tells you know when piper goes home he tells piper he goes like don't bother turning on the lights they're not going to work you know, he's like, who are you? And then Daredevil goes, well, I'm a friend of sort. He goes, listen, what you're doing is wrong. You're helping Mike ascend. It's wrong. You know that. You're choosing to be blind, which is kind of funny little thing. You know, you're mm-hmm. choosing to be blind in the worst possible way. You're not seeing the evil all around you because of because of you. I mean, you know, you're because the money, the fame, the status, you know, you're you're being a bad person. You, you know, you, you got you, you need to be better than that. Yeah. And then Matt leaves. And that yeah. kind of helps reiterate what, you know, he was already starting to feel. Yeah. And now, you know, Piper needs to do something about it. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil runs back to Kingpin and says, you know, I thought I'd give it a go. I thought I'd try and be a conscience, but it didn't seem to work. Um, and then he leaves the room after talking for a little bit. And um, one of the assistants, Kingpin's assistant, says, yeah, he looks like he's getting pretty tired, getting pretty worn out. And Kingpin says, yes, it's perfect. While he's chasing around beating up this Micah Sin guy. He's wearing himself out, and when all is said and done, when he event- when we eventually get rid of Micah Sin, he's going to be too tired for to, to stop us from killing him uh, or eliminating him, is the, the term he used. But Daredevil hears it from the other side of the door and <laughs> thinks to himself, that's what you think, fat man. Right. <laughs> I don't know why you have to start on the weight stuff, Matt. That's kind of a low blow, buddy. 
He's not fat. It's muscle. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, remember, cut. remember, he even called Foggy Tubby back he in the did. day. He, yeah, he was. He's a. He's a bit of a, a body shamer, is Matthew <laughs> Murdoch. Um, we cut to the uh, the hotel where the King Gorgie is staying, and there's a fire. And um, whilst there's all the confusion, Piper goes up to uh, Debbie and says, "Here's a key to the back stair." Yeah, Piper actually started the fire. Yeah. Get away. We find out that he started the fire later when it, we see that it was his check that was that was uh, lit on fire and thrown in a trash can. He says, you've got to get out of here. Go. And then um, Debbie gets back to Franklin, runs in and says, uh, you've got to help me. It's been terrible. He's been so bad to me. Daredevil was swinging into the office at that point. And isn't, isn't it so funny that Foggy, all of a, when Debbie comes in and it's like, you know, uh, he's so bad, you know, you need to do something about a fog. He's like, no one could be bad to my wife. Yeah, in my head, he. and I'm thinking, Foggy, dude, before you go defending your wife, you need to kind of think about the things that your wife is doing, and maybe take a different Foggy's approach. A tough guy, though. He's always ready yeah. to throw some punches. Um, Matt comes in and says uh, that the Daredevil injunction has been vacated, um, and Foggy's wife has gone on record as saying that she was kidnapped as well, and that it was all true. Um, all the stuff that Becky said. Becky looks a lot happier at the moment, which is good. Oh, I know. Um, when, when, when Becky has a good day, I'm having a good yeah. day, Jamie. And uh, Matt says, where's Foggy? And she says, oh, he heard what Sin was doing to Becky, and he got mad and said he's going to go over there. Matt's, <laughs> Matt's like, like, you know, he's he, dead. He, he's, he's dead. <laughs> he's literally going to die. And he says, I've got to go and stop him. We, got, we, we see Piper, and we see the check being revealed that it was the check that was uh, set on fire. And Micah... Uh, basically grabs goes to grab Piper. Piper tries to escape and ends up running underneath the trap. And then who's there? It's your favorite buddy. The Vika. The Vika, as Piper is running, the Vika cuts the uh, rope that's holding yeah. that, that big spiked piece of wood up, you know, that's holding it up, and he cuts it, and then it falls, and Mike... They get the human sacrifice. The human sacrifice, and Piper is caught underneath and yeah. is killed and yeah. destroyed. Just as Foggy runs in. Right as he's trying to redeem himself, and uh, he ends up dying. And, yeah. and so Foggy is there. Foggy's... Uh, devil walks in, and a, a policeman tries to stop him and says, you can't come in, and he's like, not today, no, buddy. I love this, and Darren just, just him punches out. him right in the face. <clears throat> You're not going to stop me. Um, he gets in, and they are in the about to... in the nick of yeah. time. He throws his billy club and stops um, the vicar the vicar from from slicing Foggy's throat. Yeah, like right at the last yeah. possible seconds. Great. So he comes in, and he's like, "Okay, get away, you get away from him." And he beats up everyone in the room. Yeah, he oh he is just he's looking for Micah Sin, but Micah's not there. While he's interrogating one of them, the vicar throws a knife, and Daredevil just knocks it from behind him. And, and I love this. So he picks him up. Uh, the vicar, he picks him up and he goes, where is he? And obviously he's silent, uh, which Foggy tells him he can't speak. So I love this. So Daredevil literally just throws him across the room yeah. and then leaves. Yeah, and they say, okay, um, there's no way they can get away from the fact that Piper's now been killed. They're done for. Illegally, mm-hmm. they're done for. And now we've just got to find Micah Sin and bring us all down, crashing down, which takes us to 214, which has another great cover. And this is the last issue we're covering today, right? Uh, we're going to do 215 today as well. Oh, we? yeah, we're doing 215. Yeah. W- oh, yeah, the Western. That's the right. Western. I forgot about that one. Yeah, yes. which it, we, we can speed through that one because it's kind of a light tale, but it's still it's fun. It's fun. I liked it, yeah. yeah. So so 214, this is the final confrontation. This is the showdown. Fans, listeners, 
If you like Micah Sin, this is our last little bit that we're going to talk about him really for a while. So, you know, really, you know, we're sorry if you wanted to continue, if you were a fan of Micah Sin. Personally, I'm kind of excited to kind of advance past him now. Yeah. Um, so as we I see a real change in this one, like you mentioned, this is uh, this is David Mazzuccelli doing himself, yeah. and it's really you start to see his whole work develop in a really interesting way. He gets very, it's a lot more, um, a lot more detail, a lot more detail, which makes me think that maybe his pencils were incredibly detailed, right? Um, and he's looking that the the rooftop is can, the, can, the whole can, can I just say like look at the cover, Jamie? I'm looking at it. God, such a good cover. It is. It is such it's, a good it's cover. It's Daredevil in the rain with the, the shadow of Micah Sin looming, the, the face of Micah Sin looming through the storm. It reminds, me of the, it reminds me of that one cover with the owl. Wasn't it with the owl that was looming over There's Daredevil? been several with, with villains looming, but yeah, yeah, there's the owl, there's the one with the jester. There's, uh-huh. But this one, the, the great thing about this one is the rain is beating around the logo. So the logo is dripping <sighs> wet. So good. Yeah. So and, good. Uh, so Daredevil says, I've got to find Mike Sin, and he's shouting, he's trying to find him, but he's nowhere to be seen. Meanwhile, uh, Debbie and Foggy are given a news conference, and um, Foggy's coming clean and saying, it, I was the one who lied. Yeah, yeah, this is huge. And, yeah. and that little statement right there is going to have a ripple effect in Nelson and Murdoch for a very, very long, very time, long time, because it's going to take them forever to get their reputation back, because who wants to hire lawyers that lie? Yeah. Especially when it's about one of your coworkers being kidnapped. Yeah. So uh, that's gonna about a client as well. I know that's gonna leave a lasting yeah. mark for Someone a long time. Someone mentions it; they feel like it's gonna rain, which is a, a common motif in this this issue. Yeah, um, you're right. They mention it throughout the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then when it starts raining at the end, that's that makes the rain even more powerful. Yeah. So um, we well, see Daredevil swings in on there's someone that's been tailing him that works for the, the Kingpin, and he says, you know, what's going on? I knew that you'd be here. I knew that you'd want to see what was happening. And uh, he says that... Yeah, yeah. two things we need to say, because, you know, remember, Daredevil has got two things going on. Mm-hmm. He wants to take Micah Sin down, yeah. but he also needs to start to figure out how to protect his own hide, because he heard... He heard... What's his name? He heard Kingpin say, hey, yeah. like, we, you know, once this whole Micah Sin thing is taken care of, we get rid of Daredevil. Yeah, Which is that also... that To me, that's a little bit out of character... Because I feel like the kingpin would want to continue to keep keep him around. Because remember from that one speech that we had, you know, towards you the end and of me, where we're tied together. We yeah. You know, when when he did the was it one ninety one or one ninety yeah, yeah one of Frank Miller's last mm-hmm. ones where uh, one ninety yeah he goes you know you need me I need you you yeah. know we're tied together yeah we're two sides of the same coin yeah so it's kind of strange to me that uh, kingpin is you know. Kind of changing that viewpoint. He about is a Daredevil little bit. He's getting a little bit, bit tired of Daredevil. Um, this this person says, you know, uh, Micah has a limousine that's being driven around. What he doesn't know is that the driver of the limousine works for the Kingpin. So we know exactly where he's going. So we're keeping a tail on him. Um, so he says, okay, I'm going to go and find him. Um, then someone else mentions uh, it's going to rain. Um, then we end up in uh, the limousine is driving past the street fair, and Micah gets out. And sees a bunch of food and just goes and grabs it. And and now at, at this point, what ends up happening is that yeah. this is a callback to when he first appeared on the scene. Yeah, and he starts to <clears throat> like ruffle some feathers. Well, he's always been ruffling feathers, but yeah. but now when he ruffles feathers, he's starting to kind of lose a little steam 
lose the fights a little yeah. bit. So like a, he, a guy he, says, "Hey, who do you think you are pushing in front?" and manages to knock him down. Yeah, which which never happens before. Yeah. I mean, you know, Mike Asin is, you know, he, the only people that have been able to take him down are, you know, Kingpin and Dead. Exactly. So the fact that this just this normal guy who owns a little food stand yeah. is able to take him down kind of shows something's kind of going on with Micah yeah. right now. Yeah, someone even says, uh, he says, uh, I don't believe it, that punk putting him down. When that sin first hit town, I seen him take out three cops. Some guy says, well, you know, New York's a tough city, buddy. <laughs> uh, and then he says, gonna rain. Yeah. Um, and Micah runs back to the car, the limo, and it's gone. We find out that Kingpin had kind of whole set the, yeah. set the whole thing up so that way they could drop him off, report back to him. Yeah. And so then he would know uh, where so Micah Sin's going to be yeah, at. Yeah, he's put together a little group of people. And mm-hmm. He says, basically, as soon as Sin, we, we, we're going to go get Sin now and we're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy that's in a hat and uh, a trench coat that's kind of tailored. And glasses. And glasses. And someone says, I don't I don't remember you. Are you? And he says, I, just I just got go. in from Detroit. Is that a Detroit accent? <laughs> no. Thank I you for doing the accent. <laughs> I wouldn't know. What's that? Michigan, isn't it? Yes, Detroit's in Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> um, and then uh, they see him, and they all jump out of the car, and one of them lines up a rifle to shoot him in the back just as he's about to fire the the, the man in the hat and the trench coat and the glasses, punches him in the back and reveals that he is Daredevil. So so what you have here is you have the kingpin who wants to solve the problem simply by killing Micah Sin, yeah. and you have Daredevil who still wants to... Do bring it, him in. Bring him in and go by the law mm-hmm. and trust in the in the in, in the judicial system. Yeah. So two different aspects. So now you have Daredevil having to protect the guy that he hates from getting killed yeah. from the other guy that he hates that he temporarily teamed up to stop the guy that he hates. Yeah. <laughs> so he's uh Micah's made a break for it and he's run into a pretty rundown neighborhood and Daredevil follows him in. Um Hey Jamie's looking like it's gonna rain. It's looking like it's going to rain. Someone else <laughs> mentions it. Um, and there's a couple of cops talking. Um, no, it's a newscaster, sorry. It's the, 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 the newscaster that we saw early on, and they're talking about... They basically give you a recap of the last few issues mm-hmm. and talk about what's going on. And um, and this is this is the moment, This Jamie. is the moment where we discover what modern living can do to him. Yes. So he's starting to get... He has a stomach cramp. Yeah. He's pain sick because, as you all remember, through the entire time that Micah Sin has been in America, yeah. he has been eating trash. Yeah. He's been overeating, been eating ice cream, candy, soda, everything, and he's not taking care of himself. So so those things that he's enjoying indulging in uh-huh. are starting to be his downfall, and he's literally sick. He's got the stomach flu. Yeah. And because he's got the stomach flu, that's why he's, it was so easy to take down. And that's how Daredevil's going to able to beat him because he's now fighting against this guy who... He's got gout and, he, and yeah. stomach flu. And yeah. He's got all kinds of... He's basically modern life is getting to him. Yeah. Um, and Kingpin... What'd you think of that? It's a nice tie-up, I guess. Yeah. Kind of ties it up neatly. It, it makes it more so, you know, Daredevil against Micah one-on-one. It's now, yeah. I guess, more of a fair fight, I guess, if you consider Micah being a better fighter than Daredevil. He's just because a tougher guy. I don't know if he's a bad fighter. Well, not a better... You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. You, yeah. Um, they, the, the goons phone back to the Kingpin and say, this is what's happening, and Kingpin says, kill Micah. Don't mess it up. Kill him, and when you get the chance, kill Daredevil, too. Um, then they say, um, they go, okay, let's go and find him. And, uh, Micah makes it into a house where there's a bunch of, uh, homeless, homeless people. people. They're sitting around a fire 
and they're sharing and he grabs some of the food and they're talking about how they're going to share everything and how they were really important people in their previous lives and one of them spots the 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 around his neck he has a gold um, a miniature medallion, uh, medallion. Which is, um mao of mao god mm-hmm. and one of them says is that real gold and then the rain starts um, the homeless people attack Micah to get the gold, um, and they say they're going to take his clothes. And, as well. Oh, and then we get some amazing shots because yeah. what happens is is they're able to take down Micah pretty easy. Yeah, they, because they of the stomach him over the because back of, of the head. stomach flu, and then Daredevil shows up and tells him to put down the weapons. Oh my yeah. goodness, I love this page. Daredevil is soaked in the rain, and and then he like just. Kicks the crud yeah. out, kicks the crud out of these. They uh, say, "Who are you?" And then they say, yeah. "We'll take your clothes as well." And yeah, he, he kicks the crud out he, of these uh, homeless the guys. One of them grabs, grabs a, a, a jug of, a, of like gasoline, a jug of, of gasoline, and yeah. says, "I'll blow the place up." <clears throat> While he's doing that, Micah kicks him in the back, and the gasoline smashes. So the wood inside the place is kind of old and rotten, and it goes up quickly. Just um, look at Daredevil's expression on these yeah. pa- on these pages. He's over it. Yeah. He is so so over it. And um, he says to Micah, uh, he, he says, "Sin the window." So Micah Sin jumps out the window, and as he's leaving, he says, "I'll kill you later." <laughs> um, so Daredevil jumps out, gets up onto the top of the building, and he sees Micah Sin is down on the ground. He can barely move. He can barely walk at this stage. Um, one of the Kingpin's men has a gun pointed at him. He jumps down, kicks him in the back, and takes out the rest of the goons pretty quickly. But throwing, he, he throws bricks at them. He just hits them, punches them, kicks them, dodges shots, uh, takes them all out, and then he says, uh, Micah, come out. It's your turn. Face mm-hmm. me. But Micah can barely move. He crawls towards him and just says, help me. And the, the good living, the good life has taken Micah out. Yeah. So that's the end of Micah Sin. That is the end of it. I just want to say there's a really cool panel mm-hmm. where Daredevil picks up some bricks yeah. and he throws, he throws them, them backwards backwards, and hits <laughs> two guys in the head. Uh, yeah, man. Denny O'Neill knows how to write a, yeah. uh, a fight scene. And, and, and him and David Mazzuccelli, uh, him and David Mazzuccelli actually make a very good uh, combination when it comes to those fight scenes. They do. Um, we should also mention, I think this is the period where Ralph Macchio takes over as editor. Um, on this title, he's um, uh, who was before him? Was it Shooter that was editing? Jim Shooter, yes, yeah, yeah Jim Shooter. And Ralph Macchio is now the uh, the editor, um, which is a, a big change. Jim Shooter was the guy who was like the the big. He was. Uh, some people say that you can track the start and the end of the Marvel age from Stan Lee to Jim Shooter. Ah. So uh, Jim Shooter is still the the editor in chief at this point, but he gets replaced by Tom DeFalco at some point down the line. And then there's a whole constant reshuffling going on. So issue two fifteen, 215. cost sixty cents back in February of two thousand or of nineteen eighty five. Thirty English pennies. Thirty English pennies. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a fun little tale. Uh, it this is Daredevil is actually tale told throughout time. Throughout time, tale as old as time. I don't think they say what year it takes place. No, but um, we know that the president at the point when we uh, see the past story is uh, uh, Arthur. Arthur, President Arthur. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, so eighteen something. So Daredevil is dreaming, mm-hmm. and we find this out. You know, like a third of the way through the issue, but he's dreaming. So, uh, uh, what we the, the issue starts. And you have a Native American who is over a fire, and he's telling a story. And the story that he's telling is what Daredevil is dreaming. And he's also kind of prophesizing 
how in the future there's going to be another person who is similar to the to the subject of the another dream. Another redheaded uh, lawman. Yeah, another redheaded lawman who's talking obviously about Matt Murdock slash mm-hmm. Daredevil in the future. But for this part of the story, he's telling a tale of a gunslinger. It's Matt with, Hawk. Mm-hmm. Called, yeah, Matt Hawk, the two-gun kid. The two-gun kid. Who is a redheaded lawyer uh-huh. in the Old West in 1881 to 85 was when Arthur was around. So uh, yeah. whatever, whatever period of time. And he's a lawyer that puts on a mask and goes and mm-hmm. fights crime. So what happens in, in the sequ- in, in, in the dream sequence is uh, he goes and he meets this uh, little native he meets this Native American I guess teenager mm-hmm. who is being attacked by other uh, cowboys mm-hmm. and he ends up breaking it up and saving the kid and we find out the reason why he's being attacked is because um, he, he has family mm-hmm. who have deed to the land. Yeah. And these these gunmen were working for somebody who was trying to Grant's Kino. who's trying to procure the land yeah. and and claim it their own but apparently this this guy this, this this teenage native american kid has proof that this land actually belongs to his ancestors. Yeah. They have so, a map to where the deed is is kept. Right. So they go looking for this map and um it ends up taking them to um, this this I guess this cavern. There's a cave that they but, go but into. Before, but before that, there's a cool little like daredevil moment where he's like he stops for a little bit, changes his clothes, gets into his lawyer in clothes. Yeah, lawyers quickly wins the case. Yeah, the Native American guy who he rescued is brought into town, and the sheriff says, "I have to arrest him because the guy uh, Rance Kino says that he attacked them." And uh, he says, "Okay, well, go with these people. Um, you'll be in jail." for a very short time I'm going to help you then he goes and changes and becomes Matt mm-hmm. Hawk uh, Matthew Hawk lawyer yeah. <laughs> and uh, says you know I better hurry I'm going to use my law books to get him out and then he cross examines uh, the uh, Rance Kino character and finds discrepancies and and He's uh, able to inconsistencies in his. He's able his, to free him, get him yeah. free. And it, it is a cool little moment where after he says thank you, Your Honor, uh, Matt Hawk, he goes, you know, someday the trial procedure will be a whole lot more complicated. A judge won't be able to dismiss a case so easily. Mm-hmm. So that was, I thought that was kind of funny. Why do I think not? I don't know. So anyway, so he ends up getting back into uh, his superhero costume, and they Two go to the kid. they go to the cavern, and, and they go looking for. Um, the you know the 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 deed or, or or not the deed they're looking for the um, where the map is where, where the map is leading them yeah the, the the land deed yeah 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 they're looking for the land deed that's right and while they're in there for some reason he gets in his head he's like you know what I feel like I need to leave a note right here yeah. so we don't there's see a, what that a cave is in because the someone throws in a stick of dynamite while they're yeah. in the cave and he says hang on a second I need to put something in here yeah so so he ends up putting like something in there with a note on it. Yeah. We don't know what it is. No. But and then, then he um, he says, you know, I can I can see that there's there's air. Yeah, they feel air coming in so they're able to find another way out of the mm-hmm. cave and when they come out of the cave, they Sure f- enough. Yeah, they, they see the guys that ended up uh, throwing the dynamite in trying to trap them in there before. Yeah. And it's around Skeena yeah. and someone else. And, and, we, ha- and we have a little blam zing blam. He says, let's get this over with. If they come out, we'll kill them and then we'll head back into town. Um, uh, he says, Luck, lucky I heard about that soldier boy and his Duran paper from a friend of mine at the fort. Two Gun Kid says, this is important because it plays up later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised the polecat like you has any friends. Yeah. The Masked Man, how in tarnation did you get out? You'll never know. You're itching to make a play. Do it. 
And Kino brings up his rifle and Two Gun Kid is bam, 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 bam. It's a great, it's really beautiful figure work for that where mm-hmm. he shoots the, the pistols out of everyone's hands. Yeah. And uh, it is pretty cool. And he says, and then you know, so ultimately they did not end up finding the deed. They didn't find the deed. And uh, a wise old uh, um, Native, Native American, American who guy says, don't who, worry, it'll all work out in the end. I and, can and, see something. And, yeah. And at the beginning of this issue, that's that was it's the same guy who was talking about how mm-hmm. the parallels between somebody you know, in the future, who's going to be yeah. similar red hair lawman. Yeah. And uh, Matt wakes up. That was his yeah, dream. That was his dream. And he thinks that was a weird dream. I've never even really been into Westerns. Yeah. Um, he, ends says, up, he ends up going into town. He goes into town, goes to the offices. And, and there's Foggy. And just like we talked about, Foggy feels terrible. Foggy and, hasn't and, gone and, home. He and, hasn't washed. He hasn't shaved. Yeah, and Nelson and Murdoch. He doesn't want to be with Debbie. They've yeah. tried to con- reconcile, but he says, oh, I just gosh. can't trust her anymore. Which, that's the smartest thing Foggy's mm-hmm. ever said. But this is starting, you know, this is where Nelson and Murdoch are not getting work now. They're yeah. kind of... Uh, yeah, that no one's hiring them yeah, because he's a lawyer. Because he's a liar, a liar, yeah. lawyer, a lawyer, liar. Well, that moment they get a client Who that walks in, in, and it's this cat from. Uh, it's Mr. Kino. Mr. Kino, who's from, who happens to be uh, in town, in town, looking for some looking fancy for eastern, some eastern lawyers, lawyers, yeah, to go over some deeds because he says that he wants to build a, a. He's got a piece of land that he's damming, and he wants to build a. a he wants to take the water from the land to feed a nuclear plant, mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, part of the cooling system for a nuclear plant. So he wants to take this land, and he says uh, that and, some and people are fighting back and saying right. that they own the land. Exactly, and uh, and Foggy, of course, is like, "Wait, we'll take it. You know, we need the business. Yeah. We'll take it." And then Matt, all of a sudden, he remembers his dream. He's like, yeah. "This sounds so weird because this is it's uh, what what is it in Arizona? It's in Arizona." Yeah. So he goes, "You know, this is the same land you know that they're talking about that I was dreaming mm-hmm. about with that deed. So you know what I'm gonna do." Um, Foggy, I'm going to head out and do I'm, some ex- I, investigating. I'm going to go to Arizona. And, uh, and Foggy's, Foggy's like, like but, dude. but what are you doing that for? And this is the best part. Uh, Matt's like, you know what? I'm just going to go. And Foggy's like, well, I screwed this whole, I screw this whole firm up, so I can't stop Matt from doing whatever the heck yeah. he wants to do. Have fun. Send me a postcard type of deal. Yeah. So Matt's on the plane. He's thinking about it. He's like, you know, something's going on. And it just so happens a boy who happens to resemble the same Native American from the, from the yeah. dream Ends up, he picks him up. At he the picks airport. him up at the airport. And Matt's like, uh, "How would you know I was coming?" And he says, "Well, you're renting a yeah. room at a friend's house." Yeah, and we, she mentioned that you were coming in as a lawyer. I thought maybe I could talk some sense into you. They drive past the dam and they drive to where the the place where he's going to be staying. And he says, "Look, um, just talk. Just talk to people. Talk to the people that work with Kino. Talk to the people that work with me. And just just." Sound it out. See what you think, because we think he, he's wrong, and we need some help here. Well, it's so funny. And he says, you I, know, well, I, I'm a lawyer. I'm working for someone. I can't just do that. Yeah. And he says, well, you're no help then. Yeah. Um, then he goes up to his room, and while he's up in his room, he hears the uh, teenager, the, the kid, is being attacked by two guys. One of them has a, um, a bike chain, and um, they're attacking him on the ground. So he does a quick change. Becomes Daredevil. Becomes Daredevil. Thinks, why did I wear my Daredevil costume? Yeah. Oh well, I've got it now. Yeah. Uh, jumps out the window, takes him out. It's, it, it's really nice writing where he says, you know, he says, uh, uh, <laughs> he jumps out going a mugin. <laughs> so you New Yorkers always think it's a. You mug. know, it, it's so funny because the kid has no idea, and none of these guys have any idea who Daredevil is. No. I would think, you know, it's 1985. I would feel like news would be. Daredevil would be on the news a lot. He's a superhero. He saved so many lives. He saved mm. the world a few times. I think that people in Arizona would know who Daredevil is. Maybe. I think they would. Okay. My two cents. All right. 
Maybe they're so they just think of it as coastal elites or something. So um, Daredevil, so he says, you know, he's able to. The environment, it, it says, uh, already is wearing the environment as other men wear garments. Using the faculty, he calls his radar stimulated as a result of a childhood accident. So there's the whole thing about you were saying that they mention. They do a lot of callbacks to how he got his powers in, mm -hmm. in these issues. So it's like almost as if every issue is a new issue for readers. Right. Um, Daredevil jumps down, takes out these guys pretty quickly, and uh, he says, uh, he, wh "Why the, were they after you?" The kid says, uh, "The kid says that they they work for Kino. He probably yeah. said, come and uh, come and because we're contesting the land.'" And then once Daredevil grabs uh, one of the guys and says, "Is that true?" Yeah, and see, this is where you know. Matt, you know, from the question we had earlier today, where now Matt has to kind of weigh the option of what's yeah. right to do and what legally he's supposed to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, he has to weigh because he can tell, obviously, by listening to the heartbeats that he knows that these guys are telling the truth and that the other guy that he is that he's supposed to represent mm -hmm. is obviously, you know, a scumbag. Yeah. So it's the whole moral, you know, like, like what should he do? What should he not yeah. do? He says that the guy I'm working for is a rat and I'm going to have to play rat catcher. Then he says to the, the teenager, he says, um, you have a map, right? And he says, how do you know that? He says, okay, show it to me. And then he fills the map and he's able to sense that as well as the etched out uh, route on the map that leads to where they thought the land deed was, there is another route that is scored in probably with a knife underneath that that shows a second route. And he says, ah, I know where it is. Come on, let's go. And um, they put a tracker on the the, the kid's uh, van so uh, Kino is able to find out where they're going. Um, and they get to where they find a, a, a rock, a specific shaped rock, and underneath that is a case, and inside the case, it's is got the, the land deed. It's got He's the got land deed. It's all in pretty. They've good been shape. looking for for the president of the United States of America, hundred years, yeah. A. Arthur and uh, Daredevil hears someone coming. He hears a gun being cocked. Uh, gunshots are fired, and he pushes him down behind. And he says, "Look, there's three people. We need to get somewhere. We need to get to the truck." And as they're into the truck, Kino throws a grenade, which blows up the truck. So they hide inside the cave, the cave that's nearby where. Mm -hmm. Two Gun Kid and uh, this guy's um, uh, ancestor were looking previously. Um, Kino throws a grenade, which causes another cave in. Um, we have some great in the dark artwork. And and, and in the in the, in that moment, Daredevil, because he remembers from his dream yeah. that Matt Hawk had hidden something inside, like a crack. Mm -hmm. Uh, inside the cage, so he goes over and looks at it and finds it, but we don't see what it is don't yet. See what it is, yeah. and, and then, then he says that the the land, because of the dam, the the route that they would have gone out where they went out before has now become waterlogged, so they can't get through there. There's no way out, but they there is water, so there has to be something that he can do. So, and this is great. He jumps in and he dives and swims underneath the water, and he talks about how he was taught by. Um, I was going to say splinter by stick, <laughs> uh, by stick to same person. Yeah, you know how to conserve his energy, how to breathe, how to minimize. It's a great dioxide. sequence of artwork yeah. here, Jamie. So, like they use the top of a panel, and, and what's so cool is because it, this is all time passing, mm -hmm. and he's saying, you know, like how long has it been? Has it been two minutes, three mm -hmm. minutes, four minutes? I'm about to black out, and while this is happening, we got the three cowboys underneath just sitting there waiting, and it kind of contradicts what's happening up above. It, it's it's a cool little sequence of yeah. paneling, and then. Yeah. Daredevil comes out of the water and see this pose that Daredevil's in right now. Yeah. That's Dave. That that is uh, Mazzuchelli's pose yeah. of Daredevil. That tough arms out, fists yeah. kind of head sunk in. Yeah. I love that pose. He yeah. does that with 
that that's his daredevil pose mm-hmm. and so daredevil throws the billy club and takes you know yeah we get a repeat of the lines where the guy yeah. kino says you know uh, we've waited long enough we can go back in town where our friends are waiting and daredevil says i'm surprised a skunk like you has any friends the masked man how in tarnation did you get out you'll never know you're itching to make a play and he uses the billy club to take out uh, Kino and says to the other guys, "You want to get yourself broken for working for this guy? You want to come at me?" And they're like, "Nope." Yeah. And then we see what it was uh, hidden. It, it's a bullet that said "Howdy" on it. Howdy. So, yeah, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it. That's, that's dead. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's a fun little western story. Yeah. I enjoyed reading it because it was different. It was a nice change of pace. It was great. You yeah, me. It was beautiful art. Yeah. No, it was. It's very good art. Yeah. So that is where we're gonna conclude tonight's episode ladies and gentlemen yes hopefully you made it all the way to the end yeah. if not shame on you or yeah. shame on us <laughs> um, let us know if you think we are, if you like the length of these if you want them changed we can do less issues more episodes or we can keep going as we are if you have any questions comments concerns sound off yes yeah, sound off let sound us off. let us know how we're doing let us yeah. know if we're uh, doing daredevil justice or not yeah because justice is key to this character. Oh, it is! It is such key. And thanks for the question today. And thanks, yeah, thank you, Corey. We love questions. Mm-hmm. We love you know. We love feedback. We just want to see. We want to hear how you're doing. Let us know how you're doing. Yeah. We want you know. You got a favorite Daredevil moment? Tell yeah. us about it. We want to know. Yeah. And if you want to, um, if you want us to read out, we'll, we'll do some favorite Daredevil moments or favorite issues for people who listen in the 50th episode. And you want mm-hmm. your name mentioned? We'll we'll do that. Yeah. We're happy to do that. Very happy. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jamie. This was fun. Thank you, Joshua. It was. I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we We just just did did Daredevil. Daredevil.